Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I am your host, Wade Mariano, and I'm joined, as always, by... Trace Finicaro. And... Green Tea Boa. That is a one Gunner Kennedy. We also actually have a very, very special guest tonight, a one Shauna McGahee. Shauna, how you doing? Pretty good. How are you? Good. Shauna is actually... Um, Sean has been a kind of part of the show since its inception. So uh, Sean is actually my fiance. It's a weird, like fiance. That's like a. I feel so queer saying it. Yeah, it's definitely not like queer. Weird. Like ooh, that guy's queer. Like queer, like weird and awkward. It's yeah. a weird word. It wasn't. It's not weird when I say it's my girlfriend, <laughs> I, but it's my fiance. Maybe it's the word fiance sucks. Well, it feels but like But future you're wife bragging. is weird too. Well, n- no, like uh, future wife. House boss. What? House, House boss? boss? Life, life, life I like boss. that one. Life boss. <laughs> this is my life boss. <laughs> I, I, oh, I poor prefer, boy. I prefer future ex-wife. <clears throat> oh, Jesus. That's so, like, morbid, though. <laughs> it's my future ex-wife. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, I like, mean, statistics. You know, it's, yeah, it's not Statistics, death. it's I mean, just like saying divorce. future wife, right? It's not I mean, divorce. I what mean, did it, you call Jenny when you guys got engaged? It's probably death. Uh, Jenny. This is my Jenny? This <laughs> my Jenny. No, Jenny I don't know. Jenny Cremail. It was weird with it was weird because we were together for so long. How long were you together before you got married? Before you got engaged? Um, I mean, they bought a house. Together. Six years. So that's us. Yeah. So seven is common. Seven used to be common. I guess. I guess we said fiance. Did you though? I wasn't. Re- Did you feel weird I, I saying? I wasn't though? doing any podcasts. That was ten years ago. <laughs> that's true. No, but this isn't just about the podcast. This is like. Like yeah, but you, but you need a formal intro, it. right? I mean, how how often do you get the formal intro? You need to meet somebody new, introduce them to somebody that you don't know. Like, you kind of need to have the formal intro. Ten years ago, we were spending most of our time with the same people that we were we were already hanging out with. I guess that's true. So it's not like, hey, Trace, uh, can you ask your fiancé to get me a beer? It wasn't like that, you know? It, she was just still Jenny, so it never really changed. But you're right. It is. It was kind of weird when you introduce them. Because like, this is my girlfriend, but like with girlfriend, there comes this almost. Oh yeah, you can't say that now. No, right? Because like she's more than my girlfriend. Yeah, because now, now your real girlfriend would be offended. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't get it started on my girlfriend. I want to know. I'm a That's step not up from be her. Good either. <laughs> what is no, she? but it is. It's the, like a weird guma? thing. What's that? Your guma. My guma. Your guma. <laughs> Fucking who? <laughs> but uh, anyway. Good transition. Yeah, My this is going to be the tired. animal episode. What's that? It's going to be the animal episode. This is going to be <laughs> one of many, hopefully, animal episodes we have along the way. Um, Gunner said earlier, right before we started, he said, Wade, were you aware that snakes do not have eyelids? And I was like, I kind of was aware of that, but I didn't know that they were scales, you said? Yes. But don't don't like... Don't like squids have eyelids? Yes. Well, lizards do too, but snake again because it's the whole like. Weird so like the snakes don't have like the film, the, sn- the lens. Snakes, snakes, snakes just it, snakes have a, a thing called a brill or a uh, a a, a, a uh, spectacle, and it's basically just this tr- transparent bucket made out of one giant scale that goes over their entire eye, and when they shed, it's like a whole. It's like they leave a whole little copy of Mini Me on the ground. Is that molting? Do snakes molt or no? They shed. They, they shed. just shed. What's the difference between molting and shedding? <clears throat> molting is birds, whereas shedding is typically. What is? Um, what I about insects? Actually, I, I think crabs. I think crabs, crabs would molt too. It. Yeah. So what about insects? Like it doesn't like the June Ooh. bug or something like that leave behind a little 
copy of himself? I would think that they mold. He like controls Speaking C. Well, like this, he controls huh? C, control V, but he's got like he's got like transparency so turned on the, on the, the paste. I, I believe the difference between a shed and a malt is a shed is effectively you're losing the upper layer of an existing structure and a malt is basically you're losing all of it. So you malt feathers mm. because you lose all of you, the feathers completely gone and you have to grow a new one or you malt a shell and you have to grow a new shell underneath it. It's why crabs like yeah. have so they have like, to harden. Yes. And a shed is like when you lose your like you lose the top layer of skin. Or a scale, because the scale is basically like just another layer on top of an existing one. So, like for a person, it would be like if you got sunburn, you're shedding because your skin, your top layer is peeling off. But if you were to just like completely drop all of your skin at once and then have to regrow it back, that would be molting. Sweet. <laughs> I don't well, think we, I don't think humans can molt. That's why we have skin no. grafts, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> again, but you, 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 but but you flake. It's why it's why it's why your vacuum cleaner is full full of so goddamn much grossness when you uh, empty the thing. It's like here here's 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 a sack of dirty, falling off me. <laughs> if you get enough of it, you can make a, you can make a full person out of it. Like a dog, it's like a dog getting dog hair out of the carpet. Or a cat. Do you do you, do you start your your clothes pile at the end of every day and say that phrase? This is a pile of <laughs> dirty me. <laughs> Dirty falling off me. Yeah. <laughs> and you cry. I cry all the time. That's you, not that's not a change. Do you, ever, do you ever take your clothes off at night and instead of getting in bed you fall asleep on your clothes? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm not gonna say no. I mean like I don't know. I mean like if we're extending this hypothetical scenario, is it weird if the dog falls asleep on top of me? Dude, gotta tell you a funny story about that. So Actually, everyone in here knows Joey Nohair. Yeah? Joey Seagriff? Mm-hmm. So, he got married down in Florida. And this has to do with animals. <laughs> it's a preface. I don't really smoke weed a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, because it puts me to sleep a lot of the time. Except that one time we smoked with your brother Light. That shit was the bomb. And I'm pretty sure I expanded my mind. There's yeah, something in that shit. I haven't been the same since then. <laughs> We never recovered, but that's like one of the few times that I enjoyed smoking weed and I wasn't like totally asleep. And I was that the night that I crab walked. Yes, it was also the Those night. Are a lot of nights, though. <laughs> I didn't molt, though. <laughs> he did shed. He thought he did. That was that was the night with your brother that because remember I was uh, lifeguarding at the time. This is back when we were in college, and during the summer I lifeguarded, and I was I said like we have to get ahead of time. Yeah, and you guys are like, oh, don't worry. Though. We'll get up early in the morning, and we'll get you there on time. I said, no. We need to get in the car and physically move ourselves ahead of time so yeah, that we, we can live behind. forever. So that time can never touch us. And then they took the weed away from me. <laughs> but, but when you said it, it, it was true. Do you realize that you're still in that moment right now? Yeah. Yeah, we never got ahead of time. No. No, <clears throat> no I mean, like, you're actually is. literally in that moment right now. This is Part just, of me this is. is just, no, this is just your imagination. You never left. It's like Sezzle Pro. You're still high. It's like Sezzle Pro and like Gunner, you're bleach. kidding. I, I have nightmares about that. That we never left that night. I mean, it's like, fucking possible. You 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 know. I mean, like that. I'm still crab walking. I'm like suspended. <laughs> like time's standing still, and I'm suspended. You just there, really like long with a fucking shit-eating grin, crab walking around. I'm just, dude. It's so hard to walk that way. <laughs> it is. Like with your back to the ground. 
I mean, it's it's really easy for for like gymnasts and stuff. They just fucking do it. Like it's for it's their job. They're like, we I crab walk for a living. But for somebody who doesn't crab walk for a living, it's actually really difficult. Like, your muscles aren't really designed to lift you in that position. Here's an animal question. If you could only do one type of walk the rest of your life, crab walk, bear walk, or leapfrog? Is moonwalk in there? No, moon's not an animal. What about catwalk? I don't don't think there is such a thing. (laughs) The word catwalk exists, but there's no walk that... Oh, yeah, the catwalk's like a location. So people would walk on you, Gunner? Well, you do that already. Do already a little sleeping, turn on you're it? You're already sleeping on your clothes. We might as well walk over you. <laughs> Deep. De- um, so bear walk? Bear walk. Leapfrog. <laughs> like leapfrogging. Mm-hmm. What about bunny hop? Oh, no, that's not walk, right? I mean, neither is leaping, I guess. Mm-hmm. But like, what's the difference between a bunny hop and a leapfrog? Uh, <laughs> frogs can freeze and then come back. Uh, a, a leapfrog. Is heart. that true? Yeah. Frogs can okay. completely freeze? Well, mm, not like a solid rock, but essentially, yes. Their heart's like the last thing to freeze. Mm-hmm. Just like Walt Disney. <laughs> no, his brain is the thing that's frozen. I think. It's cryogenically kept. What, what now? Walt that's, Disney? It's not true, but Walt everybody, Disney, well, people have tec- been saying it for so long. Technically, it was, it, was, it was supposed to be his whole body, and it's in a, a secret room in the Disney castle. But that's most likely not true. Say it's just his penis. Well, you know, but the thing, the, well, you know, the other, the other thing is, is that maybe, you know, he might not be frozen. He may just be hooked up to some elaborate life support system like Mr. House was in uh, Fallout New Vegas. Would it be Walt Dickney oh. if he came back? What's that? Dick Would it Whitney. be Walt Dickney if he came back? Because that's all that's left. Dick Waltney. <clears throat> Walk like a Walt Dickney. <laughs> I'm reaching now. Well, I am, you know, but, but <laughs> Joey I mean, hair. Oh, yeah. Well, back to that story. It's not even a good story now. Um, so, <laughs> like, I really, I was unemployed at this time. And, uh, no, I wasn't unemployed. But I was at, I, the place I worked did do random drug testing because they sucked. And um, Joe was like, oh, our friend Duck. Duck's in town. And he's got, like, Duck has, like, been a weed connoisseur since he was, like, 16. And, like, he works, I think, like, with medical marijuana. So he's got the bomb shit, right? And it sounds so whack saying that. But um, I'm so old and unhappy. I've got the bomb shit. Sounds got so the whack, bomb shit, son. But anyway. It's just me and Johnny, no hair and duck. He was like. And then the bomb shit. Dude, you have to smoke with us. Like, you have to smoke with us. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, okay, okay. <clears throat> so, dude, I got fucking crazy high. I was also vegan at this point. I got. Ridiculously high, like way too high, because I don't have a like I don't do it regularly, so I don't really know. Like it's like either all or nothing for me. It would be the equivalent of like someone who doesn't drink, drinking like twenty four beers. You know what I mean? Like just shit faced, crazy. Apparently, I don't remember a ton about the night, but I got really really hungry, like ravenous, <laughs> and I just started ripping through like the kitchen. <clears throat> um, I think it was at Gary Barlow's house. Because he lived down in Florida. And I was like, what the fuck is okra? And they were like, I don't know. I was like, is it vegan? They were like, yeah. And I just ate it. I ate pickled okra. And I I guess I ate a bunch of peanut butter and almond butter. And I passed out. And I woke up in my underwear with a Great Dane, like, just sleeping on top of me. Mm, 
Not that great of a so story. So it's pretty much what well, Connor said. So, no, I got to that, ask a question. question. Yeah, you, uh, you fall asleep Boy, great Dane or girl, great Dane? What's that? Boy, great, boy, great Dane or girl, great Dane? I don't know. I didn't check. Do you remember? Do you remember Ken's uh, Ken's rape dog? What? Ken had a rape dog. So um, (laughs) why didn't you bring this up when Ken was on our podcast? Yeah, seriously, it 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 wasn't an animal show at the time. (laughs) So I shouldn't I shouldn't classify it as that. It's just that he was discomfortingly aggressive, and he attempted he attempted to uh, have relations with someone by the name of Tyke Messler. Oh. On a frequent basis, and he just was like awkwardly, no, no, go away, go away. And, um, uh, because. So you're saying he didn't rape anyone? Oh, no, no, he was, you know, he was attempted rape. No, he he was, there was, there was Red Rocket, there was, there was, there was fluid discharge. That doesn't mean Um, it's rape, though. No, there was fluid discharge, and was like, he's like, no. You made it sound like that. That, I mean, that like Wyke Messler or whoever his name is really Tyke, enjoyed it. Tyke Messler. No, there was there was an attempt. It was because every time he attempted to dissuade him, uh, he would just kind of the dog would kind of aggressively grab him and clamp him <laughs> to. Re- it's like okay, no, that's um okay. This is happening, and but it was just it, you know, and it's just it's it's because the thing was is that yes, he was super so. Um, you know, and again, not that we need to go into detail. The, the home situation was not super great at the time. And, uh, you know, he had heck out a dog. But the problem was is that the dog was like giant, big dog, had been trapped in the crate most of the time because, <clears throat> you know, like uh, the, 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 the parental situation was not the greatest. So dog had massive psychological damage, kind of like Ken. <laughs> and um, just... Uh, you know, and again, dogs that usually express that, like we have, we have one who was a dog that came to us from a foster situation and he's like, just not, he like, he has abandonment issues and he's French. So, you know, like they're always uptight and, um, is he rapey? No, he's not rapey, but he's like super aggressive. Okay. Because he's just not very confident. He's super picky about wine. Well, then like he'll, he'll like, he like comes up and he starts fights and he only starts fights because he knows that the person that he's starting a fight with will not like respond like think socialist dog. Yeah, but he's he's just, you know, he's a little shit. And I like if he, if he could if he could share, he would be my super best friend along with my dog, but he bites my dog in the face. Yeah, you can't do that. And that's like I have to and then I I can't <clears throat> kick him, but it's like, you know, it's like brick part and then I and then if you do like the chastise action, it's and it's like just reinforcing the fear cycle, and you kind of get to do that Caesar Milan dog whisperer thing, where he's about to you got to catch him just before he does it. Grab by the face and go. <laughs> should should Kike Wessler have done the same no, thing? No, Kike Kike Messler. Kike Messler, and wow, that's totally not okay. What I, you just said. I got away with it though. Yeah, barely. You, you hope. <laughs> um, speaking of animals being rapey. Did you guys know that cats have barbed penises? Yes. Yeah. Do you know that? Do you know that bears have guard hairs on their uh, on their unmentionables? Guard hairs? I didn't know this. What's a guard hair. A guard hair. Well, a guard yeah, what hair the fuck's is... a guard hair? <laughs> oh, you you're gonna make you Google up. You can't just say it without telling us. Did so, you just? Uh, did you just not know exactly? <clears throat> just knew that far? No, no, no. So a guard a guard hair is um basically like. 
so you, you get into the structure of how fur works or like just you know like hair works on an animal so like you know we just we we have different kinds of hair so we have like facial hair you have eyebrow hair the unmentionable hair are you know like yeah, there's, porcupines there's different have fucking, like spikes mm-hmm. essentially like well and then, like, yes. rhino horns are actually hair. so um <clears throat> you know and like you you have like bristles like on, mm-hmm. on you know like but so um all, you know most animals in the animal kingdom at least the biggest stuff when you get it they have they have when they have multi-layered coats for insulative purposes they have what they call you know like you have your different you have your different grades of hair you know like how ducks you know like how ducks have or uh, birds have down versus the wing feathers or pin yeah. feathers or stuff like that so a guard hair is effectively this giant keratinous barb that you know like so you know like that one like really fucking stonky beard hair that you get that's like okay am i it is am, is something going wrong in my face <laughs> yes do yes, i have a, I know do this. i have <laughs> You know, but uh, so a guard, a guard hair is like on the principle. Okay, this was supposed to be a hair, but I think I could like <clears throat> cut through a cup with this. <laughs> okay, and, so bears and, and have gar- these. Get, bears, bears have them on their bears have them on their uh, appendi, as it were. Really? So yes. Not only do you have to, not only do you have to fear uh, terrible outcome from uh, Tyke Kessler type. You just like Messler, like Messler, like Messler style. Jesus Christ, get the fucking <laughs> alias is correct. Tyke, you made it up. Tyke, Tyke, not only did you if you're, um, you know, bad outcomes from the Tyke Messler style circumstance, but you know, it's like also you you may you may be pierced in twain by a bear's white hot guard hair as it is uh, proceeding to. So, to do the males and the females have these, or just the females? Just the males. Oh, Jesus, the male. What's the purpose for it, though? Well, is it like the barbed penis? Uh, well, I mean, it's effective. Can you, it's, like, scrub dishes with that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it's really just kind of... I mean, like, I, I, it, for, from, like, an evolutionary standpoint, I'm thinking it's probably the same thing as a cat barb, mm. which is that, like, um, I don't know why, but most of, most of, like, on an evolutionary perspective, most of sex consists of, like, this continual arms race between... <laughs> One one party being like I'm all down for this, and the other party being like uh uh-uh. uh, <laughs> and then it's like a whole bunch of other those other parties be like we are totally down for this, and the other party's like uh uh-uh. uh. Well, maybe you, but I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to start no trouble. So like ducks have, well you know like so ducks have the corkscrew firing one, mm-hmm. and well wait 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 <laughs> what, Shauna? What is he talking about? So, um, ducks have interesting appendages as well. <laughs> Just say penis. Is it actually a penis? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Yeah. Well, I don't know how more, much more descriptive <clears throat> I can get, but corkscrew. It's, it's, so pigs have so, corkscrew penises So let's too, put right? it this way. Um, if a duck vagina was a bottle of wine, <laughs> I, I mean, what are we talking about? Is it? Does it actually have to penetrate a certain surface, or is it more of like a "Hey, you ain't taking me away" type thing? Do they spin thing? on each other? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, actually, no. So, so are you fucking kidding? So, so no. They, so they get, spin so on get, fast in the water. Is that what they're practicing? No. So, um, <laughs> as, as as a person who, as a person who used to raise ducks, and um, you know, I would come home at night and hear duck rape occurring across the road, <laughs> and just try to tune it off because you know that's kind of the, that's the duck pastime. Um, 
Why did? Why does nobody feel bad when a duck gets raped? Uh, I feel bad. I feel it's like stop it, and it's like a little bit bad. The only the only way that it's going to stop is if you go over there with a broom and start smacking them, (laughs) and then it immediately resumes as soon as it happens, and it's just like careful. He'll take your broom with his penis. Ah, but so yeah, so a, a duck a duck has a corkscrew penis. That explosively deploys. What do you mean by explosively deploys? Because it literally, because literally, it is a fu- because what it is is that the, the 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 hen, as it were. So ducks are threaded, and they can change the pitch of their thread, so that because what part of it too is that a, like duck ducks. Is that so, trick or standard? Because well, well, no, no, because well, this gets into this whole thing because um, you know, you were talking about the barb thing earlier. So the point of most of that stuff in the back of the guard here is that really it's 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 because if multiple multiple of the party, other parties that are so down for this are doing that, they're attempting to displace the previous uh, work workload, as it were, of the of the previous the previous so trying to get men at work, <clears throat> and gotcha. so that's what that's what those the surfaces are for. But so ducks. Have that as well, but the part of, part of it is that hens are so, because hens can have multiple father. Basically, you can have multiple. You can have like multiple cats. Fa- cats are similar mm-hmm. to that. You can but, have multiple fathers in a litter. But what they'll do is that the hen. What you're trying to do is you're trying to beat it. Beat your the hen will make the males fight over it, over the act, and they will actively change the thread, uh, as it were, in their uh, their counterpart appendage to prevent the other duck from successfully penetrating to uh the the the, the so they the don't ends, have an anti-rape device well no so i like, mean like no there's like, still rape going on but it doesn't you know is it like you really and i fighting a, over a little tiny stairway with two slinkies um that's one that's a horrifying metaphor now that it's in my brain <laughs> Um, it's as good as probably I'm going to do because I'm trying to be all euphemistic. Well, and it's because you have a plastic completely. slinky penis and I have a metal one. And everybody knows <clears> that the metal <throat> ones are better. Faster. Stronger. So I'm going to make you see a gif of a... Of a, of a of Jesus a, Christ. You got a duck okay. penis? That's a duck penis. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> dude, how fast is this, though? How many seconds is this? So he's got a picture. First of all, this thing is, is very large. I didn't realize how large they are. 40 centimeters. In inches. I live in the United States. Well, 100 centimeters is 8 inches, so... It, anyways, Three and a half inches? It looks like about 6-inch penis. <laughs> based <laughs> on the ruler. The strangest penis. part about it is, is that it almost looks like like a small intestine that's curled up and just gets like it's like a weird tentacle very quickly. Like just yeah. like yeah, yeah. It's almost I like guess a lightning bolt. The best bolt. way to describe it is like a tentacle. That's weird. <laughs> but it's not fit. That one's not very curly. <clears throat> but yes, good for him though. He's a grower, <laughs> not a shower. Well, no, but but and, and the other thing with hens is that yes, so they have <clears throat> they have um they have variable geometry. <clears throat> And they will literally have dead end. They will have ones that they can change it, so they will route the 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 male if he's undesirable and they can't get away. They will route the male to the the dead end versus the actual. You ever have two pairs control. of uh, headphone cords? It's a fucking duck vagina a labyrinth. <laughs> yes. Does it have a fucking minotaur in it, it has, somewhere? It, it has, there's an, there are oubliettes in this place. <clears throat> Jesus, that is bizarre. Well. Again, you got to remember that ducks are literally 
dinosaurs yeah. evolved for the sole purpose of rape and poop. Now, I'm glad that you like said that because Shauna says this a lot. Um, essentially, <coughs> dinosaurs are probably closer to birds than, than most reptiles that we have yeah. nowadays. Yeah, like a like, chicken is essentially a T-Rex. Like... <laughs> Both have and I can see, eggs. like, I can see, like, eagles and, like, raptors and, like, um, even chickens. But, like, when I look at a duck, I don't see, like, a dinosaur. I don't <laughs> no, know. I, I believe, like, an ostrich or an yeah. emu is a better example because they still have, like, what, what well, we believe. I actually have a funny emu story. And it's funny that we even bring it up because I was just talking to my sister about it. Tell us about your emu experience. <laughs> but you guys have to promise you'll believe me when I tell you the story because... A lot of the times when I tell it, no one believes me. <laughs> well, you got to remember, though, that Gunnar just sh- showed us an erect duck penis. That we, at the beginning of the story, we weren't really sure. Gunnar just told me that duck, female ducks have labyrinth, labyrinth vaginas, <laughs> and I believe him. So, Does that mean David Bowie gets to walk upside down? Uh, is it, does David Bowie just show up in every duck vagina and say, I've been lost, been lost, been lost. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll move the stars for someone. Can we make the cover of this a duck with two different colored eyes? There you go. <laughs> we could. <clears throat> with awesome, like, spiky Bowie hair. And, like, weird. Okay, enough about that. Tell us about your story, <laughs> Shana, because I'm about to go down a weird hallway path. I don't want to go down. Weird, too late. <laughs> so this is a story from when I was probably, I think, like, I was eight or nine. And I have two younger sisters. And uh, we all went to, like, summer camp. And summer camp, like, it was in this big park, and in the back of the park, there's two trees, and it's where all, like, the cool kids hung out. So, of course, I'm hanging out back there. And uh, so it's, like, us and, like, maybe four or five other girls, <coughs> you know, making, like, friendship bracelets and stuff. And uh, around the park was just, you know, woods. And all of a sudden, we started hearing, like, this really weird noise. And we are like, what the hell is that? And... Uh, all of a sudden, out of the bushes, pops an emu head. And when I say we were screaming bloody murder, I mean, I thought it was something out of Jurassic Park. Because <laughs> it was it was an emu in freaking Hudson Valley, like, just popping up out of nowhere. Have no idea where it came from. Was it like a, Maybe you think there was probably like a farm or something? <clears throat> where it was? There's really no farm around there? Did it escape a zoo? Maybe. I thought, like, maybe it escaped a petting zoo or something like that. And he was like a small ostrich, essentially, yeah. yeah. But it was weird. Well, I mean, it probably would have scared the shit out of me if I was, like, eight or nine years old. Especially after watching, like, Jurassic Park, because the raptors were, like, the scariest part of Jurassic Park, I think. Yeah. Just because they were so intelligent, like, you didn't know. They were super intelligent and just... I don't... Like, it's weird, because you'd think, like, oh, the T-Rex is the scariest... But no, the raptors were scarier. And I think that intelligence that. Because they were stealthy and like. Yeah, like they could trick you. I don't know. I guess so. Clever girl. I guess Australia. So yeah, they really, they really shouldn't be. <clears throat> Somebody had to have like an. Do they have emu farm? Well, what the fuck yes, do you no, raise they, emu for? It, food? Thanksgiving. Well, no, I mean. I, <laughs> big no, fucking my, turkey. My. my, my I, I like you know I don't want to arbitrarily just kill something for the the sake of uh, art, but um, I want I do want to make like the one dish that is more bougie than just turducken, <laughs> and it was a. <laughs> 
So basically, it's an you know an ostrich with an emu, with a Toulouse goose, with a turkey. You know, like one of my one of my giant like actually well, it's like technically one of my giant obscene turkeys that like because did you know that you can get a thirty pound you can get a thirty pound turkey after everything is said and done if you really really try. No, I would like. like I, I, how we, does it support itself? Well, that's the that's the trick because can they you fit they will oven. Um. We do, my mother specifically got an oven to handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, the trick is more like having a pan that will hold up to the weight. Because yeah. we've had to build, we've had to make our own broilers the last couple times. But um, just <clears> chainsaw <throat> the fucker in half. Well, you, you yeah, you just cleave it in twain, you know. Because actually, I, I, supposedly the flat cook is actually supposed to be really good. But um, the flat cook. When you when you, so you press you press a bird down so instead of like doing the stuff so you, you know like turkey turkeys have stuffing because you're trying to keep it mm-hmm. moist like moist mm-hmm. but um you can squash a turkey well you, well because like pheasants you'll cook pheasants like that too where you see you like kind of slow roast them in broth but yeah but aren't they way smaller yeah well that's the problem is that like you do it with a turkey you have you basically have like to have a like a, a trunk you'd have to have a, an oven as wide as the back of a car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a thirty fucking it. pound bird. <clears throat> How do you crush it though? No, you, you cut it in half and you, you flatten it. You, you, oh, bu- you, okay. well, you bust, you bust the bottom. You, you, yeah. you, you split the bottom. Ri- the, you, the you like cut its spine. Well, actually, you, no, you, leave right? the, you leave the you leave you leave the spine. Oh really? You you, you split the sternum oh. and just press it flat. Yeah, you press it right. Yeah, yeah, because I've seen them do it with a tiny little birds on the cooking shows, <clears throat> and I cried. <laughs> Did you? No. See, this is my thing. They look kind of delicious. With vegetarians and vegans, um, I totally am fine if you're doing it for ethical reasons. Um, definitely fine with if you're doing it for health reasons. However, when it comes to the ethical side of things, if you mourn for a fucking bird, you should realize that if that bird was like five times bigger, you would be its meal. Like cows, I get. Cows well, chickens are, would eat you and everyone you care about. What's that? Chickens would eat you and everyone <laughs> yes. you care about. If like chickens are dinosaurs, essentially. Yeah, they're fucking idiots. Yeah, but well, yeah, they're idiots. But Except the fact is crows. that if you if you had a chicken that was like I said, bigger than you, you'd be dead because it would be way stronger than you, way faster than you, and it would just eat you. It's why I don't feel bad about eating pigs because pigs would eat you too. <laughs> Cows are probably the only meat that I eat that I feel a little bit of bad, a little bit of guilt about. Chickens and, and fish too. Fucking fish, you would definitely eat me. Fish are dumb. Fish are dumb and so are chickens, so, but fi- they'd eat fish you. Fish are like bacteria that swim. They're so dumb. Fish, fish, fish are potato chips without legs. <laughs> what Actually, is, we, we used to say a trip where the potato chips would see. What's the smartest fish? Well, technically, like a it, would shark? A, it would be a shark. And yeah. A shark, yeah. Shark, but sharks... Sharks fall into their own category of a phylum because the, this gets back into this whole like weird who's related to what because I don't I was watching um, we have that problem in Canastota. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was watching one of Rogan's old podcasts and I can't I think it's Stamets I don't remember what his first name is it's the mushroom guy but just talking about like the like how like life kind of broke off because like multi cell like. Animals are descendants of effectively fungus, mm-hmm. but like we say that sharks are fish, but sharks are really you know like sharks really come from a whole other. They're still dumb though. Well, like when you compare them to a dolphin, 
Yeah, but a dolphin's effectively a dog that said, fuck this whole like, land thing. <laughs> Which is still smarter than a stupid shark. Sharks can't even stand up to magnets, those pussies. Well, they hear electric. They they fucking hear electricity. What do you want? It's like somebody coming up to you and fucking stick sticking a spotlight in in your. You know, it's like. I mean, again, how how often are you confronting a shark in its natural <laughs> habitat with a fucking hard drive to gauze her? Dude, buddy? that's as far as fear Itty, goes. Itty bitty sharks all the time. <clears throat> fucking. Sharks scare the shit out of me more than any other animal. Sharks and crocodiles are probably two animals. And, I would and sharks face take a shark. I What's think. that? I think I would rather face a shark oh. than, a than a croc. Yeah. Tell me why. The idea of being dragged underwater and then drowned. Well, that's what a shark's put, doing. Well, no, not really. Like it's a hit and you're bleeding out kind of thing. Like you're instantly in shock. You're <laughs> yeah. drowning and then like crocs will like keep like their prey like their dead bodies to decompose at the bottom of the like river and stuff like that it's well then they're, they're twisting fucking limbs off of you yeah too. like that's rough sharks are at least they're kind of clean bites kind of yanking. quick i guess like a croc i think would be much worse way to go i'm trying cro- to find I'm crocs to are just mean because the... they're so goofy looking <laughs> so crocs haven't really changed much since prehistoric times they haven't really had to mm-hmm. well i mean god created the same them, thing yeah, for sharks right. though I mean, like yeah, sharks haven't really, as far as apex predators go, they really haven't uh, haven't evolved much, just in size, really. They're just like yeah, we don't really need to. Giant sets of jaws, crazy they're, powerful they're bodies. Lucky. They're they're lucky Noah let them on the boat. <laughs> Any of you that believe in creationism, creationism, please unsubscribe. You suck. <laughs> I gotta I gotta I gotta find this. One. I have no time for dumb people. I like the creationism argument. Oh God. What? what? <laughs> Devil's advocate player, please play your game. Why do you like the creationism aspect? Where'd life come from? Space. Yeah. Outer space. And, Primordial where, and where did it come from there? <clears throat> What's that? This is not the creationism. This is the creationism that we're talking about. They, their timeline's just a little off. <laughs> What's that? Their timeline's a little off. It doesn't make it's them wrong. It's not that their timeline is off. It's that they... Where you're going with it, I'm I'm kind of down with that. Maybe something that we can't explain created the primordial fucking ooze that we space aliens jumped out of, right? Like aliens <laughs> or something like that. What they're fucking saying is that God, like us, hand placing this being called God, has like some interest in our one shitty little planet and these billions of other planets, and he just places little animals fucking down there to live with one another. I gotta find a picture it is, for you. It is pretty. It is pretty Dumb? unlikely. Yeah, right. It is pretty unlikely that that life would have fostered to the point that it is on the planet that we're on and in six billion years never got annihilated and that, that life stayed around. Well, like life the, gonna... the whole the whole um, the whole feedback system with life, the fact that life is almost <laughs> self sustaining on our planet, the fact that we have a north and south pole, the fact that it turns, it's not always facing the sun. There's so many things that make that make our planet a lot more unique than we think. Yeah, we know that there's other planets in the Goldilocks zone where they're the right distance away. Yeah, but they don't have the right element composition or right. atmosphere for us to and, survive. And our atmosphere is largely believed to be a, be created by life. I mean, the oxygen in the atmosphere, <clears throat> at least, is thought to be created by life. So it, how, what are the chances of that? So when somebody picks up the Bible and it says, God created heaven, the heavens and the earth, 
<coughs> which P.S. was not created. The Bible was not created by God. Um, it's created by dudes trying to figure it out. Sure, but but when somebody when somebody picks it up and it says God created the heavens and the earth, and even if they're a scientist, they they why would they not? What's wrong with this statement? I mean, there, you could argue whether or not there's a heaven, but how could you argue with a statement? Because we don't we, we to this day with all the science that we found, we still have no idea where the life came from. That's the one part that is not explainable yet. We can find out why there's gold on Earth, even though it shouldn't really be part of our solar system. We can find out um, how stars explode. We can we, we can theorize about what a black hole looks like, but how do we really understand what what created the original strands of DNA that created life? I think that's still one of the biggest mysteries, and I don't think that it does a, a worse job of explaining it than scientists do. So I think that a lot that comes into this would be the fact that we haven't really explored our own oceans. Like we've only explored because oceans like are creepy as fuck. Ten percent or something like that, right? I mean, but we know that life came from the oceans to land. But yeah. to that point, but Shauna, the, how come there are other forms of life? Oh, there are other forms of life. It's, the, the, the ocean is fucking scary as fuck. But, but, why we, no, no, no. It's why we spent so Let many fucking millions qu- of years to get the fuck out. Let me ask the question again: Sorry. How come we've never found a form of life? that doesn't exist based on the same basic DNA strands as us. It's almost as if DNA is the only form of life. Well, that dude, because you're you're because your sample all that your sampling is from here. Right. Like you, well, but are you saying that only one type of DNA can survive? Because DNA doesn't really suggest that. DNA suggests that it's resilient and it can survive in a lot of different environments. If anything, the only proof that we have is that DNA is the only source of life based on our observations here. So to think that life could just start up in the ocean again, it, it, it should be different. It should not necessarily even even resemble what we would consider life today. No, I, I, and I get what you're saying, but what I'm saying is we don't have access to planets hundreds and billions of light years away that may harbor some form of life. You can only create the life that we have here with the elements that we have present, right? Like that's what made up this planet. That's what essentially spawned <clears throat> the amoebae and the all the different animals and whatnot that, that exist here. But we don't know because we don't have the technology to do that, to go to another planet that may be harboring some, an, some, some animated objects, some life forms, some sentient beings that could not be composed of carbon at all, could be composed of fucking... But- isn't isn't it just as reasonable to say that if 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 first of all we're not even sure that life originated here, right? Most <clears throat> scientists sure. believe it came from elsewhere. Totally possible, right? So if life did come from elsewhere, what was the building blocks that created it, right? We have to ask. We have to try figuring. I that guess out. my problem with the God thing is that that's where everyone stops. Well, God created it. It's the fucking easy way out. I agree that it's an easy answer. And I don't like that. I agree that it's an easy answer. But when it comes to the origin of life, I think that's where it's very difficult to argue with them. Their timeline may be off. But 100 million years from now, when when we're all sitting around and we finally find out the answer, and somebody says, oh, yeah, it turns out that uh, we were designed. People are going to be like, told you so. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, but you said it we got created 5,000 years ago. All that stuff was, was off. And it's like, yeah, maybe it was off, but I was I was believing in the creator the whole time. Yeah. Well, you were, is, believing, you were well, believing that it all just happens based on chance. But you're ignoring a whole chance. lot of baggage that comes with that. This went to, this went to a... Oh, a, I'm not ignoring it. <laughs> 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 
I'm not ignoring it. I'm just playing devil's advocate like right. you originally said. Like, yes. <laughs> because they're not only throwing in, well, this is our scientific proof, which is not really scientific, but now they're also throwing their ethics into it and how how you should live a certain way because <laughs> of this creator. Like this creator would give a shit. You know what I mean? That's my yeah, I think, also I have a problem think, with it. Yeah, I think that most religions, they, they like to tie some type of moral intention around a creator. Like the creator is... Is the one that decides if he really decided then he decided when he made those dna strands to begin with and he's just watching it he's like just watching the simulation play out when if, i also think like it's a fear-based thing like if you look at how animals live it's terrifying to someone with a overly developed frontal cortex like there's very little reason. It is literally just strength dominates all, and the strong are the only ones to survive. But that's not actually the case, because typically it's the smartest ones that survive, well, not necessarily the brute force strong ones. So, that survive. according to Gunner, it's a back and forth battle forever. <laughs> so, but this gets any get kind of you, you get back to the maybe I'm looping back. So, you know, again going back to the Stamix conversation with Rogan, but it, it, it's this like because you know we talk about you talk about battle, but really. Really, it's just about making sure about the availability of energy. And the thing is that you know, like the the, the the you know, like you talk about you talk about creation, and maybe this gets like this gets into a weird perspective. Is that you know, you you talk about space, space, you know, space being or whatever. And if we go if we go with the idea that effectively most of the life on this planet is a fungal descent then really it's all one big organism and it's just various permutations of cells in that you know collections of cells in that organism and that the idea that somehow you know like again because it's like this is compete, this you can, is you can you can you can you compete for you're you're comp- you're you're competing against everybody else in that space. Make the tree outside it. move right now and prove prove the theory to me. <laughs> you really want you really want to go down this road? Because I, I, I we're I, there. I, I'm watching the tree. Okay. I'm lying because it's we're doing a late night recording, so I can't see out the window. Make, but make 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 one make one cell in your colon there's prove a duck. faster than the other. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a duck in the pond outside. Make its penis come out. <laughs> You know, while we were talking, he found a picture of of a David Bowie duck. Maybe we can use that. Yeah. We're gonna steal it. We're not making any money. <laughs> we had like this, all so. the Shutterstock shit all over it. You know, like where they put like the watermark because it's like a stolen image. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, well, you're talking about like weird life. I mean, like. We have animals on this planet. I mean, like, you know, again, like, you just go to Australia. Like, fucking platy- mm-hmm. platypi. Platypi don't have... I mean, like, platypi have chromosomes in a recognizable sense. Like, it's just still the same base pair, but they don't have... they Like, bird, bird, you know, birds have different sex chromosomes than mammals and other, other members, other, you know, like, reptiles and everything else. Stupid question. Birds... <clears throat> Warm-blooded. Platypi have six. Have six what? <laughs> have six sex chromosomes. That's weird. Like it's XK. They're it's mammals like XK, though, right? No. Platypi are, are mammals. Platypi are their own. No, I no, thought they were mammals no. that, that, that they fall into... give birth to eggs. 
Well, the, technically, it's a mars. It's not even a marsupial. It's not marsupial. Because the only the only member of their the only member of their phylum are uh, echidnas mm-hmm. and platypi. Because they're egg laying mammals. Weird. Well, they're yeah. You say egg laying mammals. And then mammals. they lactate. They don't have nipples. They just lactate through their skin onto their fur and like. So they like sweat milk. Sweat milk, yeah. Well, milk's blood. <clears throat> what? Milk is blood. Really? How so? Oh no! Milk is actually <laughs> milk is actually so uh, no milk is actually a form of again like the the progenitor cells that make milk are effectively bones like Exploding mar- duck marrow penises. cells. Okay. So like milk is milk milk is not this is milk is gonna no no well no, no it's a <laughs> vampires drinking milk no no but the, the the thing that the the thing the 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 cell structure that allowed mammals to develop you know because mammals mammals defining characteristic mm-hmm. is mammary you know memories um but yeah it's like the actual the, I, I'm trying to think what the heck they call the, the, the what do they call the cell like the clusters of cells themselves. You, I mean, you can't have the ducks, but there's actually like expressions because you like you'd think it'd be something weird, like a sebaceous, you know, or actually you'd be like a sebaceous gland or something like that, because it's sweat. Yeah. But no, it's actually it actually is blood. It's why it's why it's why mothers' antibodies get transmitted mm-hmm. through milk to an infant is because it's actually it's actually derived from blood serum. You're calling my kids vampires. No, I'm saying it's it's just it, it, listen. Nature doesn't nature doesn't make new things. It just figures out how to copy pasta a code bit. Nature doesn't figure anything out. God created them. That's right. <laughs> Man and dinosaur once walked the earth. Yes. Perfect apex predators, and then you've seen uh, yeah, Jurassic so Park. This, is, this this yeah, proves this, the Bible this, true. That's true. Okay, so here, here's the here's the here's the core article where they're flipping out about that. If milk is if milk is made from blood, so is sweat and semen and blah 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 and blah blah blah. And it's like, no, but you know, because the, the the only the only the I'm only so thing, glad there's the, other people arguing with that statement well, online. Well, <laughs> First thing that came to my mind: there's sweating milk. Milk is blood. That is kind of crazy that. Platypi sweat their milk. Platypi, platy, yeah. When I pee, I'm just sweating. So they're not exactly mammals. <laughs> to my penis. But they aren't platypi cold blood. Are they cold blooded? No, they're warm blooded. Are they warm blooded? Yeah. Again, oh, it's like God. it's one they're of the weird things. But but Gunner, your point though, right? Is that it's is that they're supposed to? If you look at them evolutionarily, they're they're slightly unique because that whatever species they're from never really made it. We've evolved from it. Well, you know, right. there, there's, 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 there was mul- there were multiple there were multiple solution sets prompted at one point, and one like just seemed to be the least worse for a lot of cases, and just outcompeted them. Or like octopi, like cephalopods, ce- ce- cephalopods yeah. are like, you know like they like there, there's a whole thing like they they can edit their RNA in situ during their life like they can actually mm-hmm. genetically engineer themselves Shana, layman's yeah. terms what does that mean um so essentially <laughs> they can rewrite their dna in their lifetime whereas us we're constantly we're not rewriting our dna we're copying our dna we can't rewrite it you, you have your, and you're yeah. losing pieces as you age mm-hmm. yeah. but octopi can essentially recreate their dna so if i was like I want to have whatever black eyes instead of 
bluish gray eyes. I could just immediately, if I was in a cephalopod, just change the actually, color of my as, irises. As I'm, as I'm, as I'm, as I'm like getting the stink face, and then I think about it, because technically one of the biggest applications for that is the, the manipulation of their chromatophore cells for so camouflage. It's the mimic octopus. I'm a, I'm but the so colors so are. But the colors. <laughs> I'm a coral. But the colors are like alive, right? What? The colors are more of a live trait, right? I mean, they can blend. Well, they can blend, but it's like they there's, can there's... pulse. They can like zebra stripe. They can camouflage. But there's limits to the pigments that they have. Of it. They can mm-hmm. form a, like in in a certain so environment. Here's so a question optimize. then. So technically. <clears throat> With this ability, can encephalopods potentially live forever? Um, well, actually, so cephal- generally octopi actually don't have that super long a life, but they're metabolically intensive, and it's also kind of like a, a, an, octop- an octop- octopi are creepy because effectively they just get, they get smarter the longer they, they're alive because their brains get more complex over time. And as complex as their brains are in terms of defense mechanisms, like... They're squishy, you know, they have, you know, like squid have ink and things like that. And they've got camouflage. But if you take a chomp out of an octopus, you're it's done. It's done. Well, and, and there's, there's also, there's also I do that at of, the Chinese buffet. There's, 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 also, there's also kind of a hard limit because of the way that octopi or just cephalopods are structured. Their brains effectively sit around their throats. So there's a maximum there's a maximum amount of food that they can intake safely, and like you only get a you can only get to a certain size, and you know like you know just the law of you know the law of averages is eventually something's going to eat you because the biggest way that you make sure that you don't get eaten is by being the biggest thing. But it's also like you can't get you can't get enough food in fast enough not to starve to death. But yes, because like they would. <clears throat> There, there are there are documented instances of a squid going to town and effectively giving itself a lobotomy because it bit off a piece too big, and when it <laughs> swallowed it, it freaking like bruised its. Bra- yes, it gave itself brain damage. Poor guy. But yeah, squids like co- octopi have freaking copper blood. They're like goddamn Vulcans. Their blood's green. I mean, like you know, you telling me that that's not like, you know, like that 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 is. I think that they're the only, I think, like, I'm not even sure, I think just cephalopods, but it's, they're the only active life form that has a blood cell that uses a non-iron or non-hemoglobin-based transport mechanism. Like, where the fuck, where the fuck did you come from? Where the fuck is it? I see you opening that jar. I see you piloting that starship down there. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> they, ca- they came from slugs. You just pour salt on them. They're dead. Uh, they live in the ocean, dude. Salt water, friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, works, just, it works on the slugs. We, are, we talked about hyenas on this podcast already, right? Yes. Yeah, so we won't, we won't revisit that. They have interesting penises. <laughs> What's that? They have interesting penises. The they, females yeah. do. <laughs> Why is with animals, we just, we always talk about their sex organs. Like, that's like the most. Well, because that's the most, what they're focusing their energy on, though. You and me, baby. <laughs> Ain't nothing but mammals, mammals yeah. so let's do it like <laughs> they do on the Discovery Channel. I don't know. I mean, I think it's kind of because you can, right? Yeah. You I can. saw this. So there's this um, YouTube page that I definitely want you guys to check out. Uh, it's called, I think it's called Tear Zoo. Tear Zoo, yeah. Tear Zoo. This guy, so he takes, 
he obviously loves animals and he does a lot of research on animals and he does all of his comparisons and analysis of these animals as if they were player classes in an MMO RPG. Oh. Like humans are like OP, way too OP for the <laughs> server and the current meta. But he does like the Ice Age and he did this thing on goats recently and yeah, he's, why goats funny. are OP. Mm-hmm. Dude, goats are fucking crazy. There's these goats in Africa that climb like these trees that are like 30, 40, 50 feet tall and just chill at the top and like eat leaves <laughs> and avoid predators below. Um, they climb mountains. Obviously, everyone knows a mountain goat is. Hey, everybody but, down there, eat shit. But I watched this tiny-ass goat compared to this bull, right? And the the bull had to have at least 300 pounds on this goat. <laughs> mm-hmm. The bull was probably three times the size of this goat. And they started to, like, bear down on each other. Mm-hmm. And then they whack, like, mm-hmm. headbutt each other. And that fucking goat popped right up, and that fucking bull was done. He was down and not getting up. Like, wow. He was knocked unconscious. <laughs> yeah, you don't really think of that. You think you don't think of goats as ready to take down a bull. They're fuckers. They've got like or some of the they do this weird like goat attack where they like rear up on their hind legs and then bash their hooves down. Well, they're they're using essentially gravity in addition to their like horns to get more power behind it. And then like they have a was it like a special cushioning for their skull? That's why they can. Yeah, the base of like their skull, it disperses um, the the blunt force trauma evenly, like throughout its body or something like that. And there's like a cushion or some some sort of like a like a spongy thing near its brain. So they're essentially they're like essentially dude bros. Like they're meant to fucking <laughs> headbutt <laughs> like, and, and walk away from it no problem. Don't get into a mosh pit with a goat. No lose. man, they will fuck no. you up. But goats are cool. All right, we're going to switch topics here because I think we're a little... I think we've, we've talked about animals long enough. But if anybody wants to talk about animals, we'll still continue to talk about animals, bring it up whenever. But <laughs> Well, you said you want to talk about it on several podcasts. So, yeah, we can shelve animals for a little bit. Yeah. And, I mean, now that, now that Shauna's been on the podcast once, then we can invite <laughs> her the next time we talk about animals. Yes. And hopefully, you know, she'll be able to make it here. <laughs> you know the the two steps from the, from, other, room, from the other room where like she awkwardly pretends to be asleep <laughs> she, i don't pretend to be asleep sometimes i'm actually sleeping. oh sometimes you're not <laughs> well it's it's nice i get to to listen to the podcast before anyone else i just don't think you want to i just don't think you want to throw a bra on on sunday morning yeah sometimes that's it <laughs> that really is it i just don't feel like getting ready it is, it is, a, pain, it is a pain in the ass <laughs> just saying sunday's no bra. <laughs> um, so let's do some quick hits, and then we're going to talk about Facebook and social media, which it is what it is. We guys. promised we would never talk about Facebook, but, but we do have some news. We're going to talk about Facebook. We yeah, are. Yeah. But just these quick hits, that some things that are kind of definitely nerds will probably be excited about, <clears throat> or even just like movie buffs or whatever. <laughs> the first one, the trailer dropped for the new, the newest, actually it's the only Joker movie, like live action Joker movie. And it's starring Joaquin Phoenix. So I didn't really think there was a market for this, aside from like, a, oh, the Joker's so cool. Like, I didn't really think there was much substance. When they got Joaquin Phoenix, I was a little concerned because he's kind of out there. He's a good actor, don't get me wrong. But I can't think of anything he's been in lately where it's been kind of, he's kind of been on his game. And I've been excited to see him. 
So the trailer dropped, and it actually looks kind of interesting. It's 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 an origin story, mm-hmm. and uh, it, you can kind of see his like descent into madness, like how he went from maybe a pretty good guy to kind of a horrible, fucking terrible person. It makes you wonder if you'll be rooting for the bad guy by the I, time it's I done. kind of felt like, wow, I'm actually probably going to be rooting for the bad guy in this movie. I really enjoy the anti-hero stuff. Yeah. I really like it. Yes. And uh, I'm, I, it would be cool if, if you find yourself rooting for him. But it'd be even stranger if like, you find yourself rooting for him and then you go back and watch all of, his other, all of the other movies. And then you're rooting for him still instead of for the protagonist. I think what they're going to try and do, and I think it'd be really cool if they could pull this off, is you feel bad for him. You start rooting for him even though he's doing horrible shit. And then at some point you cross a threshold. And now you're like, I really shouldn't be rooting for him, but I was rooting for him all this time. And I don't know where to go from here. Well, that's well, that's where most of the anti-hero mo- uh, uh, TV shows and movies go. I, th- I think a lot like, of them are too afraid to be that edgy. Like, I think a lot of them are like Deadpool, where it's like, yeah, maybe he did some shitty things. I'm still rooting for him, though. Like, rarely does it happen where it's like, oh, yeah, I can't root for you now. Like, I ha- I'm, having a, I'm having a struggle rooting for you. Yeah, but like, I mean, like Dexter, um, Breaking Bad, um, even Weeds a little bit. Yeah, but in Dexter, though, he's killing, he's killing serial killers. So really... Because he loves to murder people. I, I know, but like, he's not murdering <laughs> well, innocent he has, people. He has to murder people. Well, usually he doesn't murder innocent people. Right. But, you know, he makes some mistakes. I haven't seen enough of it. I've seen like three seasons but of it. But Breaking Bad is a classic example. And I... And yeah. and and uh, Better Call Saul is another one where you you know he's going down that path. Better Call Saul is a pretty good one. I've only seen like the first six or seven episodes, but it's already kind of like, God, this guy's you know a fuck you're up not and a to root for him, And right. I should not be rooting for this guy, but I am. So that's actually a pretty good example. I like that example. That's a pretty good one. Um, I don't know, Sean. Can you think of any? Ex- it's kind of on the spot. Like any examples in a story or anything where you can say like. I want to root for this person. I was rooting for this person, but now I'm just not sure if I can. I feel like there's got to be some I mean, anime. I mean, I've mentioned like it a couple of times, but Good Girls is, is a perfect example of that. Never seen um, it, but it's another one where where good people get involved with bad things, and you don't want to stop rooting for them. I mean, it's, it's kind of it's it's kind of like kind of the centralized theme with the antihero is that. You can you can you can empathize why they why they ended up where they were, and you can empathize how difficult it is to turn things back around. I I guess like Better Call Saul is a good example. Um, I guess in Naruto, like Sasuke is kind of like yeah, that character. Uh, Tony Soprano. Tony Soprano is actually a really good one. And I kind of feel like you're actually kind of rooting against him at the end there, like because he does. Because that was actually a pretty good, that pretty important uh, series, because it did kind of show you the hypocrisy. Like Tony was a fucking hypocrite, and that that show pretty much single handedly brought viewers from the box office to their living room. Mm-hmm. Like there really, there really wasn't. It wasn't as common to buy seasons on DVD back then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You could do it. People were buying Friends and stuff like that. But that was like, there was something different about The Sopranos. It was like the first time. That's what actually. Um, you you can all you can really. I I feel like Sopranos is really like the first example of uh, like binge television. 
I would kind of agree with that. Mm-hmm. I know just with The Sopranos, like, don't get me wrong, um, HBO had some had some decent like stuff, but that was the real. If the Sopranos was never made, I don't know if HBO is still HBO right now. You know that's I mean? an, that's yeah. interesting. It's interesting to look well, at it that way. So maybe kind of following on this line, and you talk about the Sopranos getting people out of the theaters, like you know, kind of moving to the the, the, the long story, the long season story format. Mm-hmm. Did you see the whole thing with the Department of Justice telling the fucking acad- the, the Motion Picture Academy? If you don't like, we will, we will fucking prosecute you if you don't if you don't consider Netflix films for Academy nomi- nominations. <laughs> I saw that there was controversy about it, but wasn't one of the um, wasn't wasn't <clears throat> one of the directors against them being included? Well, Steven Spielberg. Spielberg and. Isn't Until, that the same douchebag that just jumped on board with Apple? Yeah, yes, pretty sure. Yeah, pony. Because yeah, but it because it's it's this whole thing where bet you Apple will be invited. Well, Apple will be invited because they're special because it's a Steven Spielberg production. Because you know, it's it's just you know, and it's funny because like meet the old boss, same as the new boss. But, you know, like, the internet was supposed to be this great democratizer of media and everything like that, and now it's like everybody's building their walled gardens. But they're not, but it's not the old companies that had the walled gardens, it's just new companies that built new walled gardens and told you to fuck off. It's like Yellow Cab saying that they're not going to let Uber drivers drive their cars. It's like... Yeah. Well, that's my thing. It's good it's, job. You just did nothing. Yeah, because tell the, Netflix they can't come to your award show. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they're still going to pay their fucking. People are watching Bandersnatch. Yeah, because people because they're, they're going to still pay their actors very fucking handsomely. Like, did you guys do Bandersnatch? By the way, no. no. Did choose yet. your own. Like, it's it's actually quite crazy that it hasn't been done yet with from like a TV perspective. The technology has to be there because you have to tell Netflix which segment you want to play next, and then you have to be okay with it ending and then going back. Mm-hmm. The one nice thing about it, unlike the, it's I guess it's closer to the books. You you they don't make you watch it all again, <laughs> which is very good. Like it skips back through everything and then asks you again. Okay, you know, like if you get to a dead end, then it zips back. But uh, Netflix is doing Bandersnatch. I don't give a shit. What what the Academy Awards are doing? Netflix, yeah, Netflix is producing. The, the, it's like more than fifty percent original content now on their platform. Well, and that's that my argument. Watching. Like these guys, these guys are making. Like I, I'm pretty sure Turbo Boy was a Netflix original. Uh, maybe not, but Netflix I know was one of the first. What's Turbo Boy? Is that an anime? Uh, no, it's like a. It was a movie. It's this movie about. I'm pretty. I believe I've talked about it before, but if not, it's a weird. It, it, it's this weird. Post-apocalyptic yes. movie with there, '80s synth pop as like the backdrop, with his and robot, a lot of '80s oh, references. With spoiler, with his robot girlfriend. Yeah, and like it's just this original story. <laughs> I gotta watch it. What's boy it called? called Turbo Boy. Turbo Boy. I think it's called Turbo Boy. I'm almost positive it is, and it's just like an original story, mm-hmm. and it's charming and it's kind of fun and it's kind of weird and kind of creepy, but it's good. Like it's but. That Turbo Boy is never going to get fucking backed by Warner Brothers. They're never going to put make a, a feature production out of that. Netflix is is the marketplace for that play. Netflix that got fucking Jillian Anderson to be the mom on the Sex Education show, and that's one of my favorite shows of this past year. I think it's a terrific show. They got um, 
uh, Big Mouth, you know, season yeah, two. Yeah, Big Mouth was really good. We like yeah, Big Mouth. Good. That was good. They have so much content, so much original content. You know what? Don't invite them. Yeah. Don't invite them because in a couple of years, they can just run their own show. Yeah. Like, yeah, whatever. How long before we see, maybe we'll never see it, right? Or maybe we will, though, like before we see Hollywood essentially implode under itself and Netflix well, and it's just like nah I work for Netflix I'm an actor for Netflix like Netflix. we don't go to other we don't go to Warner Brothers anymore I, we don't I, go to I other. don't I think that people underestimate how powerful Netflix truly is they are in my eyes they are like they are the NBC of today they are gigantic they produce a lot of content the only thing that Netflix is a little bit different about is they don't do a whole bit a whole lot of syndicated stuff there are a couple of things on there that are syndicated, but they really don't do a whole lot. Like um, uh, Chelsea Handler had um, had a talk show that was syndicated, and each week there was a new episode, and you could tune in for it. But most of it's just the binge watch style. But I think people, I think people underestimate it. Everybody knows that how big they are, and they know that they that they have a lot of content. But I think people underestimate how much they've actually changed the game. They were the first ones to offer streaming, and just like Gmail, just like Google offered Gmail as this hey this kind of side pet project, Netflix offered streaming as this kind of side pet project, and now it's the most consumed method for television. Well, it used to be for so long, like the the streaming was, I don't want to say worthless, but it was like. You couldn't get any really premium content. It was rare for you to get premium content on Netflix with the streaming. Like all the good movies you had to mail back and forth. Yeah. And there were some but shitty you, movies you could You know stream. what I loved about it though? It, it had this effect, and I'm sure this has happened in many different ecosystems in all walks of life, but it had this effect <laughs> where I, I think of Pandora, right? The Pandora music. Yeah. You say, hey, I want to listen to Nirvana, and you type in Nirvana into Pandora, and they play one Pandora, or they, they play one Nirvana song. The songs that you listen to for the next hour aren't Nirvana, because Nirvana is too expensive. And if they were to play Nirvana all of the time, they wouldn't be making a profit. So instead, what they do is they find these, kind of these, quote unquote, B-side songs from these 90s grunge artists, and they start playing those. And then before you know it, you're walking around singing songs that you didn't even know existed a week beforehand. You don't like Nirvana any less, but now you've found new content, and the content is because of the platform. And I kind and of agree with you on this. the platform makes the money, you, you learn more music, and as long as you're okay not listening to Nirvana every other song, you're both happy. Netflix kind of turned itself into this little incubator discovery platform. And people were forced to find stuff that was on there. So, like, Arrested Development was a great one, right? Arrested Development, all the reruns were on there because there didn't seem to be a huge demand to sell them online because I don't know who makes it, Fox. Fox didn't wasn't offering the episodes because their streaming service really didn't exist when Netflix first came out. So Netflix is like, you know what? We used to be able to mail the DVDs to you. Fox said that we can stream them. We're licensed to stream them. Stream Arrested Development. Turns out that Arrested Development is it almost has like a like a Seinfeld pull, right? It's got a cult following. It's got it this had cult, a following. cult following, yeah. And so much so that Netflix decides that they're going to start producing brand new episodes with the same actors, with the exact same actors. And I mean, the, the, the first season that they made was kind of wacky, but but they did justice to it. 
but it's that that platform where you don't need to have the content people are looking for. You just need to have something because we're fucking poor. <laughs> we're fucking cheap. And if Netflix doesn't have what we want, then we're going to find something. That I also like think this is Netflix. a generational thing. And I think it also pertains to when we talk about, and Gunnar has touched on this a lot, where it's like ownership of stuff. Like when we, you, Trace, you and I were kids, um, <coughs> we bought CDs. We owned CDs. It's why we wanted to listen to stuff like that. Now, Shauna... Um, you know Gunner's older than us, right? I think that's why he's pointing at you right now. What's that? You're like, Trace, when you and I were kids. No, Is that what no, you're no, pointing? No, no, no it's for no, some no, other I'm reason. I'm saying, did you see that shit where Microsoft basically ganked all of the ebooks that you bought off their platform? And it's like, here, here's a bunch of gift cards. Sorry for the inconvenience. No. So they had their own competitor in the like Kindle kind of Amazon ebook space. Yeah. So they're discontinuing the service. They revoked all of the remote licenses for the ebooks that you bought through it, mm-hmm. and you have the option of possibly getting a refund, mm-hmm. but it's all through Microsoft Store gift cards. Hmm. Like they won't even give you your money back. It's like you have you just have yeah. to, you can just buy other Microsoft stuff. So so, um, and and Wade, I I don't want you to forget your point, but like I I was doing the unbox service through Amazon for a while. Yeah, and what Unbo- unbox allowed you to do was if you bought. A TV show or you bought a movie Amazon was was concerned that people like you and I didn't want to pay for it unless we could keep it and with the unbox service as long as you had uh, Amazon software installed on your computer you could play back the content however every once in a while the codec had to phone home and make sure that you had an active Amazon subscription if you terminate your Amazon subscription you couldn't watch this content even though it was saved to your computer and when the Unbox service was finally discontinued because Amazon wanted to go to just streaming, which makes sense because that's where the, where the way the world was is now, and it was a smart move, they offered a one-time feature. And over the course, I think it was like 30 days or 60 days, <coughs> any Unbox subscriber could permanently decrypt the video. Yeah, They released it. They said, here you go. You can keep it about if you want before. to. Um, My- that would have probably been a better way for them to, for Microsoft yeah. to have handled that problem. But um, at the same token, it kind of opens up Pandora's box if it's a huge sampling of, of stuff because you're really giving out uh, unprotected content. And with, in the electronic age, you just copy it. It's an right. exact copy. So what I, the point that I was kind of making as far as generational and not necessarily generational because Shauna's not like an, an entirely different generation, but she is 10 years younger than us, which means... Um, when she was, Jesus, I don't know, when you were, when you when you started to really get into your own in music, it's probably like 12, 13, where you could kind of make your own decisions on what you want to listen to. Yeah. Maybe a little younger than that. We were like 22, right? So she is coming up in the internet fucking age. The internet yeah. has kind of always been around since you can yeah, remember. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't really in my house. Yeah, um, MP3s but- were like on their way out. No. Not really. Like I was, I was. How a did you CD concern girl. music when you were younger? CDs. Okay. Yeah. It was still CDs. Yeah, but I don't know. Like we didn't get a computer in my house until I was, you know, leaving middle school, going into high school. Like it wasn't. Yeah, but you were. So- I, I don't know if it was just my house, or like because my friends had computers, but um, like we still had, you know, dial up until I was <clears throat> almost leaving for college. 
Which is, a, which is, <laughs> but you have to admit that you were an anomaly in that. Yes. So yes. you might have been forced. CDs were kind of forced on your throat because you didn't have the internet capable to yeah. experience yeah, we, it in modern. I didn't. I got like a hand-me-down iPod from a friend. Mm-hmm. Like, but here's my, my point. Junior year. <laughs> so I would say I prefer Spotify because I can build my own playlist and live, listen to Nirvana if I just want to listen to Nirvana and don't have to listen to other stuff. You, however, prefer. Pandora. I I prefer Pandora. What do you think your sister, your younger sisters prefer? I I know that Brenna prefers Pandora over Spotify. Most Not people sure that Jenny. I know prefer Spotify, and I think the reason that they do, and it's different ages. Right. Um, I'm friends with some people on um, mm-hmm. online that are that are closer to Shauna's age that are into music pro- music production. Most of them are really prefer Spotify for the reasons that you mentioned. It's because they have more control. It may actually have less to do with generational <clears throat> differences. It might have more to do with with how we want to build our day, right? Like there was a point in time where I wanted to know every song and I wanted to I wanted to just sit down and organize my music and I wanted to know now I'm more at the point where I'm usually I'm usually busy with something. So if I do listen to music, it's just kind of background music. And it's kind of a treat if something comes on and I like it and I've never heard of it. And I all of a sudden run over to my phone and I take a screenshot of Pandora because I want to remember who that musician is. If I build my own playlist, my problem with it is that if I live too much in the past, then I start to get sad about it because it's just nostalgia. There's not much more for me. And there's not really a whole lot of people around me to be like, oh, remember this song? It was so good. So if I just listen to a bunch of like like 90s grunge music, it, it actually kind of gets me sad because it just reminds me of times I can never make it back to. Whereas if I kind of let Pandora just do its thing and drift off into wacko music, and it always, it always does. It's like there's certain bands that no matter what, it will drift in and play that band, no matter what genre you start off with. You have to like click the thumbs down a lot. <laughs> but I kind of like that. I like the discovery of it. Like I kind of like the discovery of it. Yeah. I don't want to take the time to build a playlist on Spotify. <clears throat> but Spotify has other cool features that Pandora does not have. It's, it's actually kind of a problem with Pandora. Um, Spotify, you can get to podcasts. Yes. People listen to this on Spotify. That's And, and mm-hmm. honestly, Spotify, more than any podcast that I've podcast, uh applications whatever whatever you use to consume is the easiest to share by far like that's what yeah. we i share our podcast with is pretty much primarily through spotify <laughs> yeah i mean we're hosted on anchor and anchor is great but yeah but their anchor, web anchor sharing to fucking instagram is a pain in the cock yeah anchor sharing on spotify is simple or yeah uh sharing the podcast from spotify to instagram is significantly easier so it's not a pain in the duck cock not a pain in the fucking explosive well, it is a pain. It's corkscrew pe- <laughs> duck penis. It, it is a pain to get on Spotify if you don't have an active Facebook account anymore. Yeah. That's true. Actually, that's a great point. And Gunnar, you are dealing with this now. Shauna dealt with this. How long have you been off Facebook now, Shauna? Um, I would say, what, got to be going on five years with no Facebook. Which is... <laughs> Which you would think is kind of crazy no for someone media. that's 28 years old, <laughs> like who you essentially live with Facebook for a lot of. Yeah, I mean it was it was MySpace and then Facebook, but yeah, five years. Talk I've... about why you got off Facebook. <laughs> um, 
So Facebook was kind of got frustrating for me because I guess it was kind of like a glimpse into your life, but it's only what you wanted to show people. And then people who then feel like they know your life. I know it's frustrating. They don't want to reach out, you know, see how you're doing, have a conversation with you, but they'll uh, send you happy birthday because Facebook reminded them. Or yeah, how weird is that? <laughs> or like you'll share, you know, something that you know pictures from a vacation. They'll know you're on vacation. Oh, that's great, but you know they don't actually care about what's going on really in your life. Just what you superficially want them to know. Um, and that like. I don't know, it just started rubbing me the wrong way. And uh, that social social aspect of it, it's just like a little fake to me. I, I would like, this This just hit. So this is actually, finally, we got some current events going on. This just hit within the last 24 hours. Um, Linus Torvalds, who is kind of coined as the godfather of Linux, made a statement <coughs> on social media, and it kind of reinforces what you're saying. He says, I absolutely detest modern social media. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, it's a disease. It seems to encourage bad behavior. The whole liking and sharing model is just garbage. There's no effort, like you said with the birthdays. There's no quality control. In fact, it's all geared to the reverse of quality control with the lowest common denominator targets and clickbait and things designed to generate an emotional response, often one out of moral outrage. That's a pretty good point. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you've all had an experience where someone's posted something and you know that they've just posted it because they want someone to comment on it or they want like the emotional yeah, reaction I, from I people. Yeah, I definitely I agree with that. It's it to me it was just becoming <coughs> unhealthy. What's weird and to the me amount is of time we commit to it. It feels I, it almost feels like you can't say what you f- mean on there. Like I like I tried dropping that joke. We talked about it a few podcasts ago. I tried dro- dropping that joke about the um the doomsday preppers. And I tried dropping that joke, and I really didn't think it was going to offend people. But you can't really you you could technically target your audience if you have really strict privacy settings on your profile. But for the most part, you just say it to all three hundred of your friends, <laughs> even if you know that twenty of them are going to be offended. And those twenty people that are offended, for some reason, Facebook jams it on their wall. It's like Facebook wants the interaction. Yeah, I think they want the fucking, they want the outrage, they want the response, because it'll just keep coming back. Gunnar, you're about to make a point. Well, no, actually, it's just, because Instagram's even worse. Like, mm-hmm. Instagram is designed deliberately for, you know, like, it, it, it's, it, you know, it's funny, because I still have Twitter on my phone, because I, like, talk to people on it and stuff like that, but it's a much different, like, it's a much different metric, but it's like, how long did it take you for the Twitch to go away? Uh, it probably took about, like, maybe six months. Like, and then there was like several times where I was like, I should just get it again. Because like I no, I, 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 I deleted it off the phone. I blew all yeah. my cookies. Away. I blew all my cookies away. Everything like that. Can you reinstall Discord though, you fucker? I did reinstall. I, I, <laughs> Discord. When, I just don't have it on my phone. When Gunner made that comment about skin flaking away, I was gonna make a fucking. Well, you know quite a bit about flaking lately, Gunner, don't you? <laughs> I don't look at her 
fucking Discord. Like, dude, I've been fucking. I've been fucking. Gunner, you I've fucking. Been, pull, I've been fist. I've been put it on your phone. I'm going to install it right now. Give me your phone. And I sympathize with you for sure. But you literally fucking pulled the pin out of a grenade, rolled it into the room, and walked away on our Discord chat server. Now, you're saying Instagram is worse. <laughs> but yeah. Tell, I tell hear, me why you think Instagram is worse. I want to hear why you would say well, no, that. Because, because people would, would argue no, that. No, Instagram is de- designed deliberately to, in- to even more engage the same fucking reward feedback mechanism that mm-hmm. that, that Facebook does. Is because, it really? Well, yeah. no, because the thing well, is, Instagram is based around the whole concept of the least amount of text as possible. They want you to put as much imagery, and imagery is a much more I, I get that too, reactionary... But, I get that too, but but it hasn't taken over, though. Like with Facebook, that the, the the moral conflicts have actually taken over the platform. Like, you scroll through your feed, and it's majority of its people arguing in political posts. Oh, Instagram it hasn't adopted oh, the content. I'm, I'm, don't I'm you not, think I'm that's just, even worse? Though? No, because Instagram is designed to engage in this. It, 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 because again, it's the it's the different parts of the reptile brain that they tease out. Like Facebook, <laughs> Facebook and YouTube deliberately their algorithms are deliberately shaping traffic to you. Close your reptile eyelids when you're talking. <laughs> yeah. Use your scale buckets. My, 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 scale, my, my spectacles. <laughs> my scale buckets. <laughs> But, you know, like, so Instagram is the, just, you know, like the visual engagement of the center. Because, like, you know, like, there's for real, there's for real studies that they do where they're doing function, like functional neural imaging when people are looking at how these UIs work. I mean, like. I would say on principle, Instagram has the potential to be worse. But I would say it actually isn't. And it isn't for a few reasons. Number one, the toxic stuff isn't on there as much. It really I'm, isn't. Instagram is not as toxic I would say as Facebook from, right now. This is weird, though, Trace. And this is weird because as far as the four people here mm-hmm. experience with Instagram, you and I probably have the least as far as in-depth experience. Like, I'm not a big Instagram user. The only thing – like, my personal Instagram page is fucking dormant. There's one picture on there. I only opened an Instagram page – for the podcast, that's it, and I don't spend a whole lot of time on there at all. Do you spend a significant of time on Instagram? Um, I, I wouldn't use the word significant, but the, I, I wanted to elaborate why I think it's better. Yeah, it's because I don't need to. First of all, Instagram only feeds me stuff in mostly chronological order and tells me when I'm done consuming. That is a much more honest way to deliver content. That's something that doesn't give me into the endless scrolling problem that I get with Facebook. You're going through the timeline thing. Yeah, and Facebook doesn't really do that. With Facebook, I'll see the same. I'll see the same uh, post three times in a row as I'm scrolling. They change content based on how long you pause and stare at another one, and you can tell because the scrolling stutters, and that's because they're redrawing the content underneath because they want to push what's more relevant to you. But it's creepy because. Like I was talking to I was talking to to Jen about this, but the same fucking girl bending over into the back of a Ford has been showing up on my my Facebook feed for like three weeks now, and I'm like, I don't want that fucking car. The girl's kind of cute, but I don't understand what you're trying to do. Why does it keep showing up? But the other thing is that I never know when I'm done. It keeps putting the same things back in front of my face. With Instagram, it actually says you're all done. You're all caught up. When you get to a certain spot, it says, hey, you're all caught up. Also, the people using Instagram for some reason seem to be the 20 and 30-somethings 
right? The, the ones that I follow, I, I seem to be the 20 or 30 somethings that actually just want to share something. They don't actually want to bring some controversial topic out for discussion. They're just using it to share a moment in their life. Now, it might, I agree with you, it has the potential to be worse because they do these strange things like you can't really start a conversation. I feel like you're kind of whitewashing these people. You have to post, you have to post a photo. You know, and, and I guess think what am I like doing? you're whitewashing these well, people. Well, you're what are you all, you're, about? you're also kind of like maybe we're. Ta- I think we may be talking at cross purposes because you, you, it's to- toxicity stuff. So, like, you want to do hard statistics, and you know, I know, I know that cause I know that coincidence is not causality. But one of the things they talk about is that effectively, you can track almost one per one the rise in self harm in adolescent populations. By the deployment of social media platforms, the years they come out. Like, yeah, but that's it's a blanket statement. Well, We're talking about whether Instagram's worse than Facebook. Well, no, but I'm, I'm saying it because the Instagram. So it's it's kind of like arguing whether smoking, you know, like Marlboro Lights, menthols, or cloves is really a bad idea. You know, it's degrees. It's the these. I'm telling you that like I took it off my phone. And I realized I was jonesing, and like my brain chemistry hit. My brain chemistry had been like fucking altered, and it's like going through a fucking caffeine withdrawal. And I know that you can say that like part of that is conditionality, but like all of the fucking signs are there that like you were fuck you were yeah. And it's like this is this 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 in a very real sense. You know, again, like I understand that this is a singular incident, and I've also had a lot of fucking stress that I've been dealing with the last couple of weeks. But it's. This is this is engaging the same brain circuits that addictiveness does, mm-hmm. and like I had Instagram, and I never really got into it, and it's like I'm just you know because I'm 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 just looking to you know again like you talk about the, the that shallow insight, and it's like, like Instagram is based on image, so yeah. what you're what you're posting on there whether that be for a younger generation now, exactly how they pose themselves or exactly what they're wearing or you have these like Instagram like stars who are coming out influencers or whatever influencers and, and that's and, why i agree it has the potential but for some reason and, and, and again this is this is in, in my little tiny world my little tiny um uh exposure to the platform but the the, the 20 and 30 somethings that that i'm actually friends with are, are much gentler on that platform for some reason i'm not exactly sure why you know what let me step back those that don't share a lot on facebook have moved to Instagram. That's kind of what I've noticed. The people that don't, that, that really, I don't, I'm missing their stuff. They probably share it to Facebook. But for some reason, the, uh, you know, like the Trump posts, you know, the stuff about like, um, the, the controvert, like the the stuff about abortion, the controversial stuff that just gets everybody dumping in. Even um, some of the local message boards that are on Facebook, which I kind of like the fact that they exist. But they do end up becoming just a place for people to go and, and just complain. The one nice thing about Instagram is it's not there. But I do completely agree. Instagram is kind of the it's kind of the uh, example of how we can get society and make it as superficial as possible by making it completely image driven. Mm-hmm. So I think it has the potential to. My personal experience is that it's not. It's actually not as bad as Facebook. I feel stressed out. And concerned after I'm done with Facebook, I don't feel that way with Instagram. Instagram, I flip through it quickly, check out a couple of things, 
Um, and I also do respond to the advertisements. If it's a well-placed ad, I actually click on it and check out the product. That's that's one thing where I, I kind of do like the ad placement on the platforms because they are starting to figure figure me out. And it might be relevant to something I'm looking at, except for the creepy ones where I just bought a fridge and now I see 800 fridges. <laughs> I, I think Instagram is endemic of, or excuse me, is it's all the same. Social media, I'm kind of with Gunner on this and Shauna. Something's wrong. You it's just some- replaced, you're replacing Facebook. You replaced MySpace with Facebook, and now you're placing Facebook with Instagram. So eventually Instagram will become this place because where Facebook was when it started was this platform to stay connected. But that's not what it is anymore. It's a platform to post your opinions and essentially and it's a, it's a platform show to the world what you want to show them. spy on other people, essentially. Not even spy, but just like look into the lives yeah. of other people. Because honestly, here's, here's the truth of the matter. I pick up my phone. I would say 35% of what I'm doing is literally scrolling listlessly through either Facebook or Instagram for no fucking reason. I'm not looking for anything there. I'm just looking for something that might pique my interest. There'll be times where I'll do it multiple times. I'll find myself doing it multiple times in like a 10-minute span. It's like, dude, I just checked the shit. I'm either so bored or whatever, Like, but this is where I'm going to. And... I guess the question I have to ask myself because it's been so long is like, what was I doing before that? That's I'm sure what Gunner can speak to as he, you know, fights his addiction currently. But like that was something that I had a huge problem with when I got rid of Facebook was what do I fill my time with? I've got a phone now and what do I use it for? Texting? <laughs> like phone yeah. calls? You know, you know what? <laughs> it's it's like funny because like the they're they're kind of intractable. But you know, we, we talk about you know, like the the smartphone was supposed to be like this personal access device that enabled it, and it's like really no, it's this fuck. It's 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 it's, it's a ball it's and a chain. No, it's like it's like a fuck. It's like a fucking vape. It's like a jewel vape pen. You know, <laughs> and it just it like enabled this like persistent. I mean, like you know, you you guys are busting my balls because I don't have Discord and stuff like that. But it's like yeah, it's this idea of persistent connectivity. And it's like one thing to be like, okay, I'm persistently online with people that I know in a direct sense, but here, like, here, here's this whole massive web of mediated content that, like, you have to specifically engage. And it's like, well, I want to see what's going on with other people. Oh, and here's all this other stuff. And it's like, okay, so here's the news feed that I was, I need to put down because now I feel like the whole world is fucked and I just have anxiety and it's just stress, stress, stress. But you know, like they've engaged it, so it's like your body, uh, your brain, kind of loops to okay, you're you're experiencing a stressor. You need to continue to engage. Sorry, as I move closer, Mike, you have to continue to engage with this because it's obviously a thing that warrants your attention. But it, yeah, it's just it's not. But you're not. There's no productive. There's no productive end. I to, can honestly to, say that ninety-five percent of my interactions on Facebook are not worth my time and not worthwhile. There have been some things. Um, we had a very close childhood friend of ours. Uh, their parent passed away, and I didn't know about it. And the only reason I knew about it is because it, like somebody posted it in like a Facebook kind of <laughs> forum, uh, like local forum that like I'm a member of. And so in that rare instance or occurrence, I, cause I was like, oh, shit, it's time to reach out. Like I know how to reach out. Whereas if I, if I, if I wasn't on Facebook... And for, I guess, probably for some reason, 
you know, I wasn't in contact that week. Like I never would have known. I never would have been able to go and, you know, uh, send my condolences or whatever. So in that one instance, does that, is that, you know, did it kind of save the day, I guess, maybe a little bit if I hadn't heard from, heard from my other friends, but I would have heard from my, from our other friends that it happened. Um, well, it's, I think that one of the, the bigger problems is that as we start to rely on social media for communication, we start to allow it to replace communication. So if if I'm going to an event, if if that event isn't a Facebook event, then the host doesn't know how many people are coming because you don't mail out RSVPs anymore. I mean, you, we still do it for certain things like weddings, but it's still kind of fucking annoying. You can RSVP for everything on the planet except for a wedding. The wedding, you still have to sign it and send no, it back. No, you're, abs- you're absolutely right. And the swap sheet, it kind of has... has- Replace that. It's, it's essentially replaced yeah. Craigslist. It's replaced Craigslist. So, it, it, one of the problems is that as people are starting to grow accustomed to it as a platform, it replaces oh what came before God. it. And this is no different than what our parents were saying when email came out. Um, the difference is, is that email was a pretty good replacement for mail. Social media is not a very good replacement for long thought out conversation. And I think that's what we're really seeing is it's deteriorating the idea that you think before you speak. Now, we still do email when we're upset, but it's not as much. And I mean, even, um, you know, Wade, you, Gunner, some of the, the guys that we used to hang out with, we, we've kept a mailing list around. <laughs> but it's been such a ghost town. That we said, you know what, we got to we got to get up with the times. People don't stop, read, and reply to email anymore. They yeah. might see an email notification and they might read the content of the email, but they're not going to sit down and type up a reply. So we fired up a, a chat server, a Discord server, which I don't consider that being social media, but we fired up a Discord server, and now at least people are more likely to share. And it's easier to kind of to, to keep up with it. Like you don't have to open different emails that might be in different threads <laughs> and yes there are different forums or whatever but it's just it's better it's it's better organized yeah it's it really but the interesting thing is that's not much different than the chat servers that we were on when, when the internet started well yeah it's very much like what was it called what was it what were some of the first like like bulletin boards yeah bulletin boards that i forget the name i don't know but it's i i do have to wonder with social media, Facebook specifically, it's easy to make Facebook the, the the villain, but Instagram's the same way because there's unhealthy shit that people don't talk about on Instagram, specifically with these fucking influencers, influencers or influencers that are, people. you know, that aren't doing anything really artistic. They're attractive people a lot of the time, you know, who've been blessed with genetics, but have also been blessed with, you know, excellent fucking uh, photo editors. And they, they project these images that frankly, if you thought that fucking women on the cover of magazines in the 90s was unhealthy to uh, female self-esteem, um, I can only imagine what Instagram fucking does yeah. to, to young girls now. Because now, you don't have to go and buy the magazine or look at the magazine in the store. The magazine covers, there's about four fucking hundred of them every five minutes in yeah, your face. My, my niece, um, she wanted a very expensive filter. 
um, and it's all she wanted. And um, I believe it was for Christmas or for her birthday, but she finally had gotten enough iTunes gift cards to be able to splurge on this very expensive filter. And the reason that she wanted it is because the filter did certain things to photos of her that, ma- that she thought made her look more pretty. And it was the most important thing to her. And it's a market that I didn't really understand. I didn't really know that this market existed. I know that people used to spend a lot of money on filters for Photoshop back in, you know, when, when most photos made it to, I think Gunner's dying. I don't know if you guys can hear he's dying in the background. Um, maybe a duck got a hold of him. <laughs> but I remember filters from a desktop photo editing perspective, and it was more of a commercial thing. You know, you'd buy the filters because they would do some. They would do a lot of work for you, but for to be selling filters for social media is really, really strange to me. That that's the most important thing is that somebody does look good. It seems like that they would have more in life to aspire to than a sixty-dollar filter, which is crazy too. Like you're spending sixty dollars on a piece of software that interacts with the camera on your phone. Or maybe not even, maybe it just touches up afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it doesn't even interact with the camera. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just like a layering. And that's like you spent $60 on that one thing that, yeah, you might be able to tweak some things. It's it's an interesting market, and I'm not going to knock anybody for the hustle. Like you, you, maybe you came, if you came up with something that people want to buy, I get that. But I do, I am concerned with that aspect of Instagram. Um, I'm concerned. Uh, it's just a weird thing for me, Instagram. Like, people put out what they want to put out. They put out what they want to see, and they maybe create unrealistic aspects of themselves. Like, just because you're, oh, I'm going on doing this, I'm going down doing that, doesn't mean that you aren't a piece of shit sometimes. You know what I mean? But you're not, your fans and your followers aren't seeing what a real piece of shit you can be. And so they're being very, very tough on themselves when they maybe don't make the best choices or decisions. And they act like pieces of shit themselves, or or or, think, or or they do things that aren't in their best interest for themselves or someone else. I think it's I, I do question. Maybe there, it's not as toxic a place Instagram, but I do think it it can be just as negative an impact on people as Facebook. Facebook is a toxic cesspool, and I think I think both of these platforms play some sort of a role, an active role, and I just wish I knew how big of a role. And how divisive it feels everything is now nowadays. Like you can't be a moderate. You can't have, you know, conflicting, you know, you can't have ideals in both kind of schools of ideology. And everything's like two-sided. There's no third side. There's no fourth side. It's It just seems very divisive. And I do wonder if this, if social media has played a significant role in that. And I can't help but feel that it hasn't or that it has, excuse me. For me, one of the problems is the idea that it's consumer driven. Because the internet that I that I started using was not consumer driven, it was really driven by uh, people creating content, right? For every five articles that you read, you might put up a blog post, and you'd stop and you'd th- have well thought out posts. Even when you went to a YouTube channel, if you're going to comment on a video, it was because you wanted to share an experience that you had with that person that made that video. You wanted to connect with them. <coughs> But what's happened is it's it's cons- now it's consumer driven. Comments are just some quick pl- thumbs up plus ones type stuff. They don't really have a lot of thought behind them, and you can consume a lot of stuff 
in a short period of time without having ever contributed anything. And that to me is strange because it makes me wonder who's going to be left to create the content when we're all just sitting back consuming. You know, if, if Gunnar were telling the story, it might be a computer equation that is generating the content and it's not actually real. But that's something that that bothers me. And you know, like um, reading some of the quotes from from Linus, he actually realized that he has to tone himself down because all it takes is for him to flip off like a, a video card company, like Nvidia, once. And that image of him flipping off Nvidia is used every time a programmer wants to tell off the big company, big middle finger. Anytime you want to tell off anybody you don't agree with, but when you think that you're smarter than them, that image is used. And he's like, I don't want every time I explode at a, at, you know, at a company to be turned into a meme. I, I feel like also what's kind of scary to me is like a rule that I try to adhere to is if you would be uncomfortable saying this to someone in person to their face, yeah. then you probably shouldn't post it. But we're getting so far away from having actual face-to-face interactions with real-life consequences yeah. that I don't know if I'm. Well, I don't know if in twenty years I'll be able to oh, tell that to somebody. Well, they there's won't even the, know what you're saying. There's right. the flip side. The flip side of that, which is that effectively you can't you can't have any opinions because you don't ever leave. You don't ever leave work because they're they're somebody's watching. Well, yeah, that's that's a pretty good point. Like, from the aspect of like employers, like, yeah, that they'll look at your social media. Yeah, that, exactly what you've been posting, and that's kind of a that's interesting. I mean, we started this podcast talking about that, right? You know, there was some some life changes between the four of us that were talking about how it could impact us, and we have to be careful what we say. If if I'm offered a job. To, if I'm offered a job somewhere, there's a potential for me to move away, and I want to tell the podcasters that. I can't say that, right? Mm-hmm. I can't say that because my employer, my employer, it's 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 like the shotgun hurled hurl around the world, and, and, and how are they going to treat me when they find out that you can't call out like it's like you it's like why we don't ever really talk about like we don't name names when we're talking about our jobs or what's happening there, or why we don't get into specific things because it's like Tyke Fessler. Yeah, Tyke Tyke Messler is a good example. You're so bad at this. I'm so bad at this, but you're so bad at this too. I was doing well. You fucked me up. Take that. Um, but it's it's this weird thing because where fucking else would this have happened 30 or 40 years ago? Like you used to be able to go out with your friends and in a bar and talk shit about your boss or talk shit about your company because it's just you're blowing off steam and you need to do that sometimes. It's dangerous to do that now. Yeah, because all it takes is you know some fucking sleazeball from HR to be scouring the fucking social social networks for people shit talking the company, and now you've got an issue. And for all intents and purposes, they kind of have a right to say like, "Well, this is damaging to the company, and we can't have you here anymore." You know, like, and I'm not saying that's like that for everywhere. I'm not saying that's what it's like for where I work, but it's like I know people that have <laughs> that are definitely would agree with that statement that 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 they have to worry about that stuff. Good example. When I started working, and I'll name names because I, you know, I don't have any ill will towards the company. When I started working for Stanley again, I, I went back and did some sales. The VP of the sales department literally called me before I'd even started. I was like the week before I had started, and I was like really, really pumped that I got it, got the job there, or whatever. 
And uh, I was like, hell yeah, fucking right. Like, you know, that hyphy song came out by Drake and fucking uh, Lil Wayne. And he literally called me up, the VP of sales, who I had, I did have a personal relationship and had drank beers with several years prior when I worked there as a project manager. And he was like, I'm going to give you a little advice. He's like, and this is the first and last time I tell you this. So I knew it was serious. He's like, it was, it was serious. He's like, you need to be very, very careful about what you post on Facebook and what you make public and... He's like, and I was kind of just like, was they, this in reaction to something or is this? It was, I posted was, like, I literally posted like, hell yeah, like like the lyrics were like, hell yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, right, whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was literally nothing super derogatory. It was yeah. the word fuck, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and some other and a few lyrics after that. Nothing really crazy. And he was like, cut that shit out. And literally the next fucking day, I went like private, everything private, mm-hmm. like so that. He couldn't see it, but nobody else could except for, you know, the people in my feed. But it's like I hadn't even started yet, and it was kind of like a... It's a weird exposure thing. Um, And I think by default, like, usually if you're friends of friends, you can see stuff. But, I mean, I've I've looked up coworkers before, and I look them up, and I look at their photos, and I'm just like, I'm like, man, they really like to party. And then I I sit back, and I think about it, and I'm like, how fucking... How judgmental am I, dude? Uh, just your fucking photo list, like yeah, my photo yeah, list, like I, they just decided to post a couple of photos, like, like just because the five that they chose, they're all at the club, doesn't mean that they like to go every night. It's just the ones it's that they the five times they, they were, went to the club. They were, yeah. yeah, they were dressed up nice and they were out. Frankly, forty to thirty to forty percent of my the photos, all photos on my Facebook page, I'm imbibed. I'm drunk. It's just how it is. Guilty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Stop it. But at the same time, Stop it's kind of like that's a big responsibility. If all of a sudden, like some photos that you're just sharing of a good time you had with friends is now something that you're judged, you're, you're all, being is judged. Yeah, up. we all need to pretend like we're a PR agent or a public figure and that's or yeah. up. whatever that's of the company that we work for because it's very difficult to actually keep private the things that you want to keep private on the internet. Or even when like other people tag you in photos, like you don't have control over that until it's posted. <coughs> right. right, and then I you got to kind of try and drag it down yeah, if you really don't want it to yeah. see it. situations <laughs> in that 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 is happening. Right, right, and I mean, of course, there's some hidden security checkbox that allows you to turn off tagging, and Facebook does try to detect tags that you might not want, but it's really strange. Like, I just approved, like, four photos I was tagged years ago in. And I just approved them. I'm like, I don't know where they showed up. I don't know whose timeline they're going to be on. I mean, I guess now a couple extra people can see them, and before they couldn't. But who's Facebook to determine it? Do they have some algorithm that detects a a beer mug so that, you know, so that they can try to keep those things off of your wall and potentially harming you? It's a strange, it's a strange, strange world. I think... What we're really describing is that privacy is over. Whether whether or not it is in our personal lives, as a collective, the concept of privacy is over. You find out somebody's name and where they work, you can find photos of them on the internet. You can some of those photos can start painting a picture, whether they're accurate or not. Can start painting a picture of that person. Yeah, I mean, so I want to, so Shauna, you've been off for five years, right? Yeah. Do you ever, if, you never talked to me about it, but do you ever, 
have like a desire to go back or do you ever think like I'm eventually going to have to go back a few things that I really do miss like so we're talking about photos like I really do miss having those albums of like like I lost all of those pictures when I deactivated and deleted my Facebook all the pictures I'd had from it when I can you actually delete your Facebook you can deactivate and then you have to do this whole (laughs) spiel of your identity and yeah but if you did if you did that wouldn't your photos be right back there no, so you deactivate, you can reactivate, and your photos are still there, but when you deactivate and then delete, they're gone. Well, no, e- you lose access to them forever. Yeah, well, somebody's got them somewhere, but... <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so that's, like, one of the aspects that I do think about. Like, with the our wedding coming up, like, it's one of the things where I'm like, uh, should should we get like an Instagram, or should I get a Facebook so that I can have the pictures that people take at the wedding? Like... Rather than just photography, like a photographer taking yeah, like pictures. Yeah, where would like, you share them? At this point, I know, where, there's where'd nowhere you go? To shave, like, share luckily, them. I still have an Instagram. So I have an Instagram and <laughs> Facebook so I can like send all those out. But so we'll have like a, a joint point. one. Most couples that I know, if one of them isn't on Facebook, the other one mm-hmm. does the posting for them. And it works. That works fairly well, actually. But it's weird because you end up like you have to do weird things, like you invite somebody's wife to a bachelor party because it's <laughs> the only way. I've done it multiple times. It's very strange, and you have to be careful what pictures you share. <laughs> yeah, right. Like it's so. I mean, but nothing really. After the first six months, you'd say you were pretty much in the clear. Yeah, I would say there was like. A few instances after that, like, where it does kind of, like, you go on a vacation, you want to share pictures, like, with your family or something Well, you like have, that. like, an extended family out over in Ireland, like, across yeah. seas, like... Well, that's... I use WhatsApp now. Um, yeah, but that's, like, a messaging service. Yeah, but it's it's great for sending pictures back and forth. You <clears> can <throat> send videos true. and everything, so... Also owned by Facebook. Is it? <laughs> yeah. That's fucking funny. But... Gunner. It's one of so, the largest uh, tech company purchases in the history of ever. <laughs> so, Gunner, where are you right now? How how long have you been Facebook free? Oh, I've I've only been like like three weeks so far. Three Not weeks. Three weeks. Nineteen billion dollars. Jesus oh. Christ for WhatsApp? Yeah. Yikes! For a little tiny chat service. I don't know. I my family swears by it. I mean, it's. It's the only real way before it's, that. It's Google Hangouts, really. I mean, it's. I mean, we. It's 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 a reliable chat service. Is really what it is. It's actually crazy. There isn't more. Yeah, gonna you posted on the twenty fourth of March. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it may feel like three weeks to you, but it's been one week. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get there, Gunner. You just got to stick with it. <laughs> so how are you doing with it, Gunner? Talk to us about what's happening. I've been okay. I mean, other than randomly like, hey, look at that phone. Hey, I'm tra- I should probably be doing something right now, but let's go look at the stupid thing that I don't need. To- so what are you like filling your phone time with now? Because the phone is never going away, right? Like that's never going to happen. So uh, again, it. it, it Talk with people, obviously not. Obviously not you guys, but um, <laughs> not checking. Um, not checking Discord. Not checking Discord. Okay. I only do that through the browser section on the surface. What's that? I only do that through the browser ad, Discord app. On Is the there surface. a reason for that? What? Is there a reason that you only use the browser? 
Because I have another Discord. Wait, 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 you really want you really want to fucking get into this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> you have another Discord ID? What do you think is going to happen if you just merge your IDs? We'll I allow want, your other weird ID. I want two. I want two separate. Is it a lives. picture? Is it a picture of a duck penis? Because we'll accept the duck penis. And might, and there might be a duck penis. That's fine. It's a GIF. <laughs> it's not like we're going to track you into your other creepy servers that you belong to. We might report you though if you're doing illegal activity. No, it's not, not crack it's central. Not a, it's related. not illegal yet. Okay. Yet. So that's where that's where Discord and Slack are a little different because Slack forces you to have a different account on each server. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you can sign into all of your accounts through the Slack app, but you have to actually have a different account for each server you belong to. Whereas Discord is more of like a shared account thing. Gotcha. Yeah. <coughs> That's something you should get your family into Discord, Shauna. I don't I don't know. Discord's going <laughs> Discord's going weird though. Why? <laughs> What's wrong with Discord? No, they like they're they got big venture capital money coming in and like they did stuff like there's stuff like, you know, they they did the game store and now they also have this thing where they're asserting copyright over any content that you post. To Discord that they're free to use in any content, you know. Like, and again, like I know part of it is legalese. so. Essentially, they, the people saw, oh, we got a lot. We're getting a lot of users now. Time to monetize. Time to you know, fucking yeah, make it like, worth it's like, worth it's money. Like, it's like it's like Patreon and that weirdness that's going on with that right now. Because like freaking what beef you got Jared with Patreon? Kushner's, uh, Jared Kushner's brother's uh, venture capital fund dump forced them to borrow a bunch of money more than they needed, and now like they're doing. Part of that, like part of that whole, like they moved their bank over to Britain. So all of a sudden, Patreon he, borrowed money. Is that an oxymoron? Well, no. Actually, actually, so no, there because there was another thing too, where like they they were like they like so it's kind of funny, like how all of these new new businesses have like the same shit happening at the same time. Um. Because I don't know if you heard about what went down with Etsy, where basically they they freaking borrowed twenty eight million dollars from their uh, aggregate sell their their seller body, no. like a whole bunch of credit, a whole bunch of like bad credit transit, you know, like. When you say seller body, I think of a dead body and somebody's. No, seller. no. So, so Etsy has a, Etsy has a seller pool. So basically, people who actually sell stuff on Etsy. Mm-hmm. And as part of this, at one point, or at one point, they updated it so that basically. You, you know, like how PayPal, you can either move, you can have tie a credit card mm-hmm. directly to it or you get your bank account. Yeah, you can have it like, like, but by default, it just goes into PayPal. Yes. Like you, the money just sits there so that they can do something with it. So and then they force the you to actually do the transfer. Yeah. Etsy, Etsy went and did like $100,000 charges against their sellers um, you know, because, you know, like, again, they, they said that there was a, there was a, there was a bank, there was a software error and there was this whole, they, they, they rolled it out on a holiday weekend, the Friday before there was a banking holiday the next Monday. And, you know, like, again, it's none, nobody, nobody will fess up, but the, the day that they did it was also like the day that they had to do, they had to show certain numbers for their quarterly earnings. So there was kind of like this whole. They were sandbagging it. You, well, they, what they what they did is they basically bullshitted the money the money that was coming. They, in, they, they cooked they, the books. Yes, they cooked the books. And then when they did the refunds, they didn't refund tr- directly to 
the banks that they had done the transactions to, they did it to these the seller's Etsy's account, Etsy account. So they, they only wouldn't cancel the credit card transactions. Yeah, so you had to go through the whole. <laughs> so you get you get you, you get dip the transfer fees to move mm-hmm. it back to your bank account. But it's also like, yeah, oh, I just had a hundred thousand dollars go through on a business credit card that I hadn't budgeted for because we just took we and like people were having multiple charges come through, and the only reason that it didn't go as bad as it did was because a lot of these banks flagged it as freaking. Fraud activity and Check like just go buy a bunch fraud. of cutesy mirrors and stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, like you know, Etsy, Etsy's kind of a trash fire because yeah, there's a lot of like there's weird, there's weird, <laughs> there's weird. You know, like it is again. It's like weird how when you get into this stuff where things that you wouldn't think of as social media start doing all this social media bullshit. Patreon's the same way now too. Like you're like they're they're changing it so that they're. Are they receiving a higher percentage of the funds that have been crowd ra- crowd funded for a specific person? I thought you were going to say crowd raped. Well, you know, so, so I mean, like you're you're familiar with how Patreon what, what, what Patreon actually does. It's right? crowdfunding for fans of someone that performs or performs a service or something like that. Yeah, kind of, but it's like it's like a subscription service or something. Yeah, and you get happens. special tiers and special perks and this and that if you're a Patreon member and special access to. I don't know. I, they're I supposed don't support to. They're supposed to incentivize with with the exclusive access. That's a weird one. Yeah. Because what what happens is the the customers have grown to expect special treatment, but that wasn't really the original purpose. The original purpose was, hey, I got ten bucks. I love your channel. I'm gonna pledge ten bucks a month for until as long as I can afford it to keep you in business. It wasn't really like, oh. Now you get exclusive behind yeah, the scenes access. Yeah, but it had to turn into that because these guys that started Patreons that actually started to pick up and succeed and do well didn't really fucking need the Patreon anymore, but they didn't get rid of it either. Well, that, it, well it, actually, it's the other way around, which is that, like, you know, you, you uh, again, like, there are, there, you know, no, it's kind of like saying that you're YouTube rich or whatever, but there are people who, like, do creative work the full time. They're living off, they're living off of Patreon. Right. Patreon. That's what I see. And the guys are like, I don't want to. I don't want to not give content, good content, to the people that can't afford to watch. That they can't afford to pay. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, um, it's kind of like the the people at church that put money in the basket get a different service than the ones that can't afford it. It's. It, it, you're on a free free platform for the purpose of it being free. The Patreon stuff is really supposed to assist those people so that they they do get some type of compensation. It isn't supposed to block out content right. from from the people who can't afford it. I think I yeah, think but it does create this weird conundrum where it's it kind of like you're trying to incentivize people to to subscribe to your Patreon, and the only way to do that is to offer something different than the person well, that's going to watch it. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's like there's. A whole bunch of nonsense that has kind of evolved over time. Like, Patreon fraud was a really big problem for a long time because basically what you could do is like, oh, I pledge, I pledge to do this much. You know, like, or, you know, like you're doing your content tiers. It's like, well, I want the really expensive content. Sure, I'll pay for that. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And when they go to do the withdrawal at the end of the month, it's like, oh, I just cancel my account. I, I cancel right. my subscription. Right. So yeah, they, but there are scumbags like DSP right. that have fucking promised shit to their well, subscribers no, 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 and then they're not delivered on it. So that, but yeah, that's a separate. So you're 
what I'm saying is that, that yes, there's there's come fuckery on both sides of that. Sure, so I agree. What Patreon also did was that they would ha- they had a direct bill option, but you only had the direct bill option if you were someone who knew somebody. Like they, it was it was a trial it was a trial feature, and the direct pay one is that as soon as you bid the basically as soon as you did the pledge. Yeah, you, t- you, get, you get your thing took out for the. It's moment. coming out, right? But, but the thing is, is it's it, it's it's not intended to to put your money towards an idea that that might happen, right? It's a way to show support for something that already exists, and that's that's why, um, like Kickstarter and, um, what's the other big one? GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. They exist for a reason. It's because you want to almost be an early <coughs> investor. You might not get money back. But you want bragging rights, you know. I yeah. want to say, hey, I was part of the the prototype phase. I bought one of those, and I got a T-shirt that only people only backers get because I believed in them beforehand. I don't see Patreon really as being that way, and I and I, I really like it when people don't pull those shenanigans. But but Patreon does incentivize that because they want the money. No, right? and I get that, but I I also I, I have I just I'm wired differently. That whole like the GoFundMe shit, I always put anonymous. And there have been times where I've donated a tremendous amount of money, tremendously more than anybody else has, and it's always anonymous. So I don't really get that shit. Like I, I could see if it was a prototype. Yeah, a lot of those GoFundMe ICs are typically for something tragic. Yeah, a lot of it's like people people are raising money for their family or something because right. something bad is happening. But uh, but yeah, I've thrown money towards some of the startup <laughs> stuff too, and it's pretty cool. That's not bad. Then I guess like I'm, and, I got on the ground level, like I had confidence yeah. in this product. That that's understandable. You want the T-shirt, or, or you want not. the stickers, you want all the cool merch that the comes cool along shit with that it. we're not offering right or now. I, <laughs> or, or, or I bought a house and a car I couldn't really afford. Yeah, no shit. Does my business my business got cut out from underneath me because. Of, <laughs> <laughs> but none of it was my fault. Even though the people that know me very well would understand that my behavior is completely fucking indicative. We should find. Of that. We should. We should do that. We should find all of the GoFundMe's that are just people that got into financial there, trouble no, and want no, help. There's, there, there's actually. Like, and we've talked about this before. There is actually a forum dedicated solely for enjoying this level of misery. Oh God! It's L O L Cow dot farm. No, it is. It is. It is. The, it I is can only imagine the toxicity of it. I think it's dot farm. You can get a dot dot farm. Man, what a great! We should get friendship snake dot farm. We should go buy what it. What is that extension dot farm? Like what is? Yeah, local 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 dot farm. God. But yes, it's just it's 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 like the some it's yeah after it's like something awful. After something awful went bankrupt, and like Ed Bean's <laughs> ghost still like managed to piece together a server, in, in in the background, and not let that dream die. Do you, do you think? Do you think that the domain name DuckPenis.farm is available? Clown, <laughs> clown, 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 clown might not be. Fart. But yes, local is like I think. What was the other one that we talked about? Like in the fucking message board that was. The wor- like just people being absolutely savage, like yellow, yellow. Uh, you were talking about oh, our, my town, my town, or, or our town topics, or topics, topics, yeah, topics. Yeah. Jesus, <laughs> duckpenis.farm is available Duck for fifteen dollars a year. Yeah, I mean that's interesting, but 
We're not. We're not getting that domain. Are you, are you sure we're not getting that domain? Well, what you don't know is I've already purchased. <laughs> it. I was gonna say, like, you may have already. This is the power of ubiquitous internet connection, sir. You gave me your Wi-Fi password. Your dream is done. I know it's all over now. You know the password. You have access. He sees all of your shit. Where are we at time-wise? We're we're at two hours. We are. Mm-hmm. That's kind of crazy because it went by really quickly. Um, but I think we're all growing a bit delirious at this point. <laughs> so. I'm waiting for the sweet release of non-fever, dumb, and death. <laughs> what? Non-fever, non-fever, weakness, and, what, and the death. release of non the, the sweet release of non-fever, non-fever, dumb, and death. What's the release? Are you talking about Dodoro? Dodoro? No, I mean like fever dumb, and I'm just saying like like uh, the state of being in fever, and just kind of death in general. How how is it to have to explain like fifty percent of sentences that you say in life? It's okay because I'm us just, I'm just, because I'm us just, laymen don't know what you're saying. It's okay. It's just how I feel at work normally. All right. Well, with that, I think we're gonna. That was the friendship snake song coming in. That's cutting him We are devolving very quickly, and I'm going to pull the plug on our little fucking misadventure right now. Everybody, thanks for listening. Um, you know, like us on Facebook and Instagram, even though we just said well, those places yeah, are the devil. Uh, I mean, like, the places are, are, are the devil, Bobby Boucher. Gunner will not be able to check that out, neither. No, Shauna won't either. My, 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 my email will remind me saying, hey, Gunner, you want to Because I, I haven't deleted the account yet. I just, un- uh, insp- you know, so, like, you're I'm on still the, entity. You're on the cusp. <laughs> but Facebook has been like, hey, we want to sign up. Do you want to hey, come, come back? We're sorry. Hey, we're so sorry. We're that you're ha- we, we, we noticed that you're having some trouble signing in. Let's work Let's work it out. We can work it out. You we know, can we, make it work again. Just give would you me, like to just would you give like me the, the password you use for your email address? Yeah. Would you like? Would you? Would you like to give us your phone number? Can we, can, can we talk to you? Can we can help you. But with that, <laughs> give us a like, a listen, and a share. Absolutely, and we will see everybody.